internet. Welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am one of your three hosts, Wade Mariano, and I am here joined, as always, by... Trace Finicaro. And... Snake the Fake Robertson. <laughs> that is a one Gunner Kennedy. Let's just jump right into it, guys. So, uh, I believe this week, um, or maybe last weekend, Google had its annual I.O. Summit. I don't know if it's called that or not, but it's kind of where... It's like an E3 or like a con, like the San Diego Comic Con. Get excited for Google. Yeah. So all, if you're, all that we do. For all people that are pumped about all things Google, um, they okay. made some big announcements. And uh, I'm not 100% sure if they brought up some things about the Chromebook. Um, and I don't really know a ton about the Chromebook. I've used one before. But Trace, I know you are pretty well versed in the Chromebook. Um, why don't you kind of just explain, kind of in layman's terms, what a, what the difference between a Chromebook is and like a, just a, your standard laptop, what people would think about when they think about a laptop? Uh, so the Chromebook is, it's kind of taken a few different shapes over the years, but the Chromebook is, for most consumers, it is a cheap laptop. And when I say cheap, I mean like maybe less than half that of of a laptop but it is really tailored for google services and people are like well what does that mean um the way my wife describes the chromebook is she says it's a big fucking tablet with a keyboard so if you think about the chromebook being a big fucking tablet with a keyboard then it starts to shape your expectations of what you can do with it and um the reason that i want i picked the chromebook as the topic this week is because at google io Google announced that um, that the Chromebook would finally be able to run applications that weren't that didn't come from the Google Play Store. So anybody that has an Android uh, would know what the Google Play Store is, but it's the exact same thing as the iPhone App Store. And the way it works today is if you have a phone, you usually have an Android or an iPhone, and your apps must come from one of those places. It's the approved place from Google or Apple, um, and that's really what drives the market. The Chromebook historically has been forced to follow those rules. So somebody that is on the market and they want to get themselves a laptop, they go to a, you know, a Fry's or a Best Buy, or they, they're looking at the, uh, they're looking at all the different laptops and they see these Chromebooks and it's got a beautiful screen. Um, some of them come with a stylus. Uh, there, there, there's some that are touchscreen. Um, they're lightweight, and they, uh, they're, they're cheaper than the laptop sitting next to them. So people are tempted to buy the Chromebook. The problem with the Chromebook is when you bring it home, if you're looking for an app that's not in that Play Store, then you're kind of shit out of luck. And when I say an app that's outside of the Play Store, I mean the apps that you would use on a Mac or a PC. So Microsoft Word is an example. Now, most millennials and younger out there are thinking, why the hell would I need Microsoft Word when I got Google Docs or something that's sitting out there in the cloud? And that's a good point. But for productivity, um, it does make the device limited. So... That's kind of a summary of how the Chromebook exists in the ecosystem today. And Google I.O.'s announcement is saying, hey, you'll be able to run apps that weren't intended for 
a cell phone or for the Chromebook or for a tablet, you'll be able to run other apps um, on this device. They're starting it off with their own, with Google's own Chromebook. Chromebooks are made by Samsung, um, a whole bunch of other companies. But Google has their own branded Chromebook, and it's called the Pixelbook. And that's going to be the first one to receive the ability to run programs that weren't necessarily intended for it. So that's kind of, I know that there's a big tech explanation before jumping on the topic, but I kind of wanted to preface it with that. Um, that's, that to me is, is an interesting thing, being able to run non-Chromebook apps on a Chromebook and how that's going to shape the laptop market moving forward. Now, I guess uh, one of the downfalls of like a Chromebook like if you for some reason didn't have internet access, you'd kind of be. Would you essentially be SOL because there's no there's no like internal hard drive. All your memory is on in the cloud. Is that correct? For the most part, yes. Um, Chromebook exists on the premise that uh, really Google said, "Hey, you can do everything with our services. You can email people. You have your personal calendar. Um, if you need to take notes." Um, and the Chromebook actually, if you if you were to go buy one right now, um, and it's not the Pixelbook, and you don't have this option to install other apps, you really it's actually hard to save something to the the Chromebook itself. It's really strictly cloud based. So for people that are familiar with Google Drive, which is uh, Google's version of iCloud, it actually will will save your your documents there. They're actually being saved on the internet and. Uh, there's some convenience to that. You know, you can drop the laptop in a swimming pool and you can get your files back because they're all backed up almost as soon as they're created. Um, but from the conservative desktop perspective, like a classic, hey, I got to drive, I'm going to back stuff up, it starts to break some of those rules. And those rules, you wouldn't expect it to break because when you buy these Chromebooks, they have USB plugs on the side of them. It's not like... It's not like they've eliminated all the plugs. You, know, you buy a smartphone, it doesn't have you know, USB plug on the side to copy data to. There's ways to copy data from a smartphone to a USB drive, don't get me wrong, but it's not sold with that premise. The Chromebook, on the other hand, they have all the ports on the side so that you can use it uh, for other purposes, but it's been largely limited um, up until this, this, this new announcement. So I, I guess the, the, the primary question being that if you can run non-Chrome apps on that thing, i.e. just a, a Linux application, and they're still not going to put local storage on it. it. I mean... I think that's an excellent point. So Gunner's point is, okay, they ship these Chromebooks. They make them cheap. They make them cheap by limiting the hardware. Um, some of the hardware you can... It would it makes sense to make cheap, like, like the drives in them. They hold, I would say, on average, one-tenth that of the average drive. So if we're talking in, in, in gigabytes, which that's kind of what people talk about now. If you're talking in gigabytes, you buy a computer off the shelf now. Let's say it's 500 gigabytes. These Chromebooks are shipping with 50. It's about one-tenth of the storage. So Gunner's got an excellent point. If all of a sudden Google turns on this ability to install other programs, and the programs are not in the cloud... And they're not really cloud-centric. The files are being stored locally. Um, how quick are we going to be filling up our drives? Now, okay, here's a question to not necessarily counter that, but if you can run applications that are not just like kind of native Google, Google Native or whatever, 
could they could you in one of those USB ports attach like a solid state drive like a absolutely like a, so a portable solid state so I guess like I guess like what's that going to do to the, the 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 laptop market right like well you know and again like you got your thing too so they keep coming it, it's funny because you know this is one of these it's another one it's almost like this is another one of these Google products that they have spent all this time developing and then you ask them actually who the frig is in the market that they're going at you know it's is is it because again it's it's the the netbook it's the you like what is it the the one pc or something like that they keep doing these stripped down notepads and at the same time it's like it's like when we used to be like where i work we used to spend extra money to get the less feature we used to spend extra money to get the less feature-filled or feature-filled laptops for the office. You know, it, it, it's like you're 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 actually spending more money manufacturing a less capable machine than you would if you just committed to like buying enough flash or enough memory to make this thing usable as a general desktop. I, I tell you what, it feels like Google feels like a great white shark in that like one that you see like. He's like, looks like he's coming at you and he's going to nail you. But then like he just kind of swims away and you're like, huh, man, I prefer that was really close. And then all of a sudden he comes up from underneath you and snaps you in half. I prefer, <laughs> I prefer to think of him at like the, 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 the mighty seal shark of the Antarctic that just kind of doesn't even bother swimming. It's just like slowly I crept. Slowly I turned. So the Chromebook exists in this interesting spot. It's halfway between a PC and a tablet today. It gives you about the functionality of a tablet, but you have a full-blown keyboard, so you can be much more productive. So if you're, you're, uh, you know, whether it's instant messaging, although there's different forms of that, but let's say like a Facebook Messenger or something like that. Um, If you're sending messages back and forth, it's a little quicker to have a full keyboard. If you're typing up something, um, whether it's a report or a resume, it's a little bit quicker to have a full keyboard. So you get a little bit more productivity out of the Chromebook. So that's where the Chromebook wins over the tablet. Now that's not to say you can't get a tablet, slap a a Bluetooth keyboard on it and be productive, but that's really where the the Chromebook lives right now uh, in the industry. But I mean, like, and I guess, is this again? Is this one of these things where effectively they keep they, we we keep thro- they keep throwing things at this, and fundamentally they don't want to address the real problem, which is that people don't want a fucking notebook. They just want it. They want a phone that will do all this stuff. Get it the phone to interface with a goddamn keyboard and mouse and monitor correctly. And that's and good, be conscious of that, it. That's a good point. You know, we have um, in my in my day job we have a an Intel compute stick, and it's about the size of a pack of gum, and it's got the uh, it's got the Intel Atom, which is a really small processor that Intel makes, um, small form factor. Um, this little thing, it's like the size of a pack of a gum, and it's running a full-blown version of Windows on it. So I think you're right, Gunner. People do have a higher expectation of what they get out of a small device, whether it's your phone projecting to a screen. And we talked about that a few episodes ago. Um, but what you can't escape is that the desktop is still alive. And when I say still alive, it is, it's definitely losing to the cell phone in terms of stuff like web traffic, in terms of the, the, the consumable services, the Twitters and the Facebooks and the Instagrams, the cell phone is winning. And 
it's it's winning because of a few reasons. Number one, the desktop has been historically a don't fucking nag me platform. Yeah. The cell phone, on the other hand, and when I say don't nag me, I mean you don't want your computer to ever tell you to do something. However, the cell phone is a personal device, and for some reason it's been able to kind of get around this. People actually welcome being nagged. They're like, oh, oh, really? Somebody uploaded a video to YouTube? Tell me right now. Or um, somebody you know, commented on my post on Facebook? Okay, let me know right now. Or it, it, it's getting to the point where the phone's actually starting to tell you about things you may be interested in. So from a productivity perspective, not only do you not have the keyboard, so you can't really, you don't have the keyboard and mouse, you can't really, really do as much on the phone if you're if you're creating content but the phone is also constantly distracting you so the desktop really still has a place the chromebook starts to to fill that void and but the chromebook is kind of sitting in the middle of 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 almost a hard split between between the the cell phone and the desktop and this may start shifting the chromebook over if you're looking at web traffic numbers right now, cell phones take up about half of all web traffic. It's split about half and half with desktops and cell phones. It's kind of shocking. I, I assume I would assume that it would be more. It, you know, my, my statistics may be off. It may be 60, 40, but it's still, it's still a large chunk of data coming from the PCs. However, that PC traffic since the late 80s has been... 90% Windows, Microsoft Windows, is, which I even have a hard time believing that because if you go to a cafe in New York City, there's no fucking Windows PCs. Well, yeah, but you know, again, it, it's, it's, it's lie, you know, how to lie to friends and influence people with statistics, you know, it, it, but, you know, and I guess back to, back to that point too, is that it, it it's this... You, you know, like again, Google Google keeps chasing this, and I guess that there's a market because they sell them. But you know, like one, they're two steps away from Samsung basically coming out with some other front end that does effectively the same thing, and Google's removed from play because Samsung's their biggest OEM that integrates that stuff, and that's just how Samsung rolls. I mean, it's even like you know, like the Galaxy and stuff like that. I mean, you can say it's Android in the same way that you can say. CentOS and Fedora and Red Hat are all in the same family, except none of that shit works quite the same. And, and, and that's an interesting point. So what, what Gunnar just mentioned was some flavors of, of Linux for the most part. Linux is, if you were to look at the desktop market, you have Windows, which is really, like I said, 90%. You have, you have Mac. Mac comes in somewhere around, I would say, 8%. There's this sliver, and it's they say it's less than 1%, so I'm not exactly sure, but there's this sliver of the Linux desktop. Now, what's, what's crazy is that Android is Linux, and what Linux is is it's an alternative to Windows and Mac, but the Chromebook is actually running Linux. GNU Linux, sir. Yeah, GNU whatever. Linux. <laughs> yeah, it, it, the, the, the godfathers of Linux would say that, that it should be prefixed. It's actually, it's a collection of new software running upon a Linux. They should, yeah, they say it should be prefixed with it. That's, to me, those are, those are imbeciles. I mean, they aren't. They're smart men, but they're, they're marketing imbeciles, right? Call it fucking Linux because 
It just needs a name. You put three capital letters that are unpronounceable in front of a fucking product. You only have you only have less than one percent as it is. Let's not make it more obscure. But the most successful copy of Linux in the wild right now is actually Android, which you mentioned. It's actually the Android phone. The Android phone runs Linux. So when Google designed the Chromebook, they also chose to run it on top of Linux. However, they were very security conscious and they said, I want this to be as secure as Android. I don't want anything running on this phone that we didn't say was okay. That's what they changed with this announcement at Google, Google I.O. You can download an app that was intended for Linux and you can run it on top of the Chromebook. But they've taken an interesting approach. They claim to have a method for sandboxing that program so that it is secure and it cannot talk to your other apps. So you got Facebook installed on your Chromebook and Facebook's got some of your sensitive information. They claim that they found a way to completely sandbox these downloaded programs from the ones that you run. And I don't know know if you've been playing, again, you know, you you probably got Ubuntu kicking around a couple VMs or something like that, but... um, there is this uh, Fedora distro that's coming out of, uh, I think it's Poland. It's called Cubes. And their whole thing is that effectively you set up segregated... So basically, the, the when you launch the OS, it's a normal desktop. But you never actually get to the direct desktop. All of the applications are effectively launched in their own Zen instance. And you can tell them where you basically so you have like sandboxes that no one knows what the other guy is doing and you can effectively assign your applications depending on what tier and what sandbox or you can have two of them in the same like neighborhood so like yeah i'm totally disclosing all scary personal information in this application but i'm also doing it in this guy so even if this guy gets compromised i'm not but you know again so this goes back to this whole idea of are they still are they are they trying to chase down something that we're just half-assing a solution until we come up with something better because well and and what it really what it really comes down to is number one um should there be a competitor to windows right well i would i would i would argue that uh windows is doing a pretty good job of being a competitor to windows at this point (laughs) yeah yeah windows windows is um anybody who's lived with windows 10 um and it updates in the middle of you working um, they start to grow a uh, deep hatred for it. Now, the, the best alternative to Windows right now is Mac. So if, you are, if you're at Best Buy, you want to buy a new laptop, you can get a whole shitload of laptops running Windows, or you can buy a Mac. The problem is, Mac is beautiful, and its desktop is beautiful. The problem is, is that you can only buy an Apple computer that runs the Mac desktop. There, it's, you can't... There is no... Well, there uh, is uh, no Two hundred dollar laptop. You can you can buy a, you can you get can from buy, Apple. You can, you can buy a two thousand dollar Foxconn that runs OS X, or a eight hundred and something dollar Foxconn that runs Windows ten and Linux. Hopefully, we're what we're, we're staring and we're staring at Wade Soda right now. Judging. Tip the glass. We're judging the shit out of you. Buddy. Tip the glass, and <laughs> it won't make any sound. You're 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 on a one way trip, and it's the flavor effing country, buddy. <laughs> My apologies. This is very, very parched. You grip, then t- you grip, then tip, then sip that cup. Speaking of Apple, not to get way off topic, do you think that is essentially? Well, everybody's 
a major downfall of theirs though, like because no, they're so like I, I, this is Apple. You can only you're only authorized to use Apple Apple OS on Apple. I'm I'm I, you know products. again we're ta- we're talking um, is 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 I kind of talk mad shit about Google, you know Chromebook, but I mean like that's that's effectively you know they have you know they haven't they haven't they haven't gone like uh, all in on that yet, but that's uh, Apple Apple will I'd be surprised if Apple didn't do it. Microsoft's definitely going to do it with Windows here in the next. Like you are not going to be able to get a desktop install. I I wonder if that's true. Um, there is definitely flavors of Windows coming out that are going to be severely crippled. There's one that's coming out, and I believe it's called uh, is it Windows Windows you, N or Win? No, not Windows N. You you and you and I you and I as general public are not going to be able to do but do, there, do, do the, the do do life as we have done. Previously. Microsoft has announced that they are releasing a version of their operating system that does what Chromebook does. It will only allow apps from the Microsoft's App Store. Now, well, believe so they're it or not, essentially turning back. They're turning back. That's what's interesting. And the easy. purposes is because they want to be competitive in this in this uh, this controlled environment. They also want to drive people through their app store because they've realized by watching Apple that you can get a lot of money through the app store. Apple, I believe, makes a thirty percent. Um, it, it also thirty percent profit on everything sold through its app store. They ch- they charge a lot. I believe it's a lot more than the Google Play Store. So Microsoft wants to drive people through their app store because they want to reap the benefits from that as well. And these lightweight desktops with not a lot of storage where everything is installed as a Windows Store app is supposed to get them this way. But what's strange though is I think it's a fucking mistake because when you go and buy a Windows computer, you want to be able to download and install a Windows app. And the moment that the fucking Steam won't load and you can't play can't play a game that you paid for, you're going to take the laptop back. So I think it's a step back for Microsoft to do this. Now, um as a person who engages in unreasonable activity, i.e., was looking at what it would cost me to get an eighty-three fifty AMD box put together, because uh, you know I want I, I want I want to try and own everything on my machine before they put uh, management engines and all that shit. But um, no, it, it, this has been a big hang-up, kind of existential panic moment for everybody who like you know. Ne- Needs to needs to, oh, what do they call it? Mow their hay or whatever, you know, row their or hoe their hay or whatever. Because I mean, that that, that was the whole point. St- like Steam, at one point, actually was put like they had their own hardware spec. They have their own OS because they just they can't you know like they couldn't they. Microsoft has not shown themselves to be. You can't be partners with them. Yeah. So what what Gunner's talking about is. Steam, the the gaming and content delivery platform, made an announcement years ago. So back to this Linux thing. They made an announcement that they would never go to Linux. And then they went back on that statement. And then they rolled their and own And they said, show. we will be available for Linux. And they have been for a while. And a lot of the games you can get from Steam will run on this Linux desktop as well. But... Through their experimentation, because when you're a company as large as Steam, you have to put some money in R&D, they actually tried going down the Steambox direction. And it, it wasn't very successful. They had a couple of different hardware manufacturers that jumped on board with them. But the Steamboxes were running Linux as well. So there's been a few times where people are like, hey, this is going to be it. This is where Linux is, is going to become a household name. But really, in reality, what's happened is is Androids brought it to the masses. Androids brought Linux to the masses. But 
I wonder, as soon as you can open Steam on a fucking Chromebook, if all of a sudden the Chromebook is what is finally bringing Linux to the masses. Because I, there's very few. If you go to Best Buy, you can't buy, you can't just say, hey, you, know, you mentioned, you mentioned um, um, Fedora, right? Fedora is a flavor. There's too many flavors. You mentioned Fedora. You can't go into Best Buy or Walmart or any retail store and say, hey, I would like that computer, which is manufactured by HP or manufactured by Dell. I want that desktop. Oh, and by the way, I want one that's tailor-made for Fedora. Nobody, nobody there even knows the word generally. And even if they do, they're going to tell you to go home and figure it out yourself. Yeah. The, I mean, I ran Linux for a couple of years, uh, Ubuntu, which is super, super like significantly more user-friendly than any other version of Linux that I'm aware of. And even that, it was a massive... I did it because I was broke at the time. Like, it was a massive pain in the ass, you know, uh, editing kernels and things like that and going in and editing code. And it, what was cool was there was a community to help you out that had, had those issues and problems. 1804, all the problems are solved, man. Everything's great. We're, we're, we're on <laughs> but home again. But my point. Like, if you... you I mean, Linux can the, never be mainstream so long as it has these problems now. of, Agreed. I have to fix this shit on my own. Agreed. Like, and, and that's why I feel Google making this announcement is almost, it, this is almost as significant as, as Mac saying, hey, you know what? Next release, we're going to support Linux apps. Because... Now Apple would never do that. You just run the you just run the Mac version of the app. But how much time do we spend? But when you have that much market share already, the apps are already out there, and there's people hacking them and trying to get them to work. This is the first fairly standardized Linux platform that is really designed for the hardware that it's running on. And Google's saying, yeah, you know what? We'll, we're going to turn the switch. We're going to flip the switch on. We're going to allow all those Linux apps to flow in. Now, when I talk about Linux apps, people are like, well, what are you talking about Linux apps? Well, the vast majority, well, maybe not the vast majority, but a lot of desktop apps that people use today are actually Linux apps. They've just, the programmers have taken the time to get them working on Mac and on Windows. Um, probably the most famous one is Firefox. Firefox is a Linux application. It just happens the developers just happened to take the time to get it to work on Windows. It's the most popular on Windows. You can run it on smartphones too. But that's just one example. It's a Linux app that runs. For people that, that, that don't want to pirate Photoshop, they don't want to buy Photoshop, they don't want to, I guess you can license or, you know, uh, rent Photoshop. Um, the Probably the next most popular freebie is called GIMP, G-I-M-P. No, GIMP is a... <laughs> well, the GTK image manipulation program. GIMP is a is a Linux application where the developers were kind enough to make a release of it for Windows. So those, when I talk about productivity, um, those are kind of two examples that I can think of where uh, where the applications really started on Linux. The Chromebook prevents those applications from easily running on Linux, and then this announcement from Google I/O is going to change that. I guess so in a more broad brush or stroke, it seems uh, from an economic standpoint, Google is saying, fuck it. Let's let everybody run here and see what you want to do. Well, because, you know, the, the, the other the other thing is, is that you know, 
you know, maybe 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 we maybe we aren't picking up on something because maybe they see something coming where it's like this is this is going to be the only growth industry left in the growth industry left in the the PC market as a gen- and like Google needs Google wants you to use their apps and use their service so they can get your data but you know again it's like you know they you know well you know and it, it's just this we're at this situation where you know P, you're not gonna, you know, like the, the the Cadillacs aren't moving, you know. It, it, it's, I mean, App, App, Apple has their premium, you know, like there's there's two spots. There's the premium and there's the low tier, and Apple has basically taken over the premium, and nobody seems to be some nobody has seemed to arrive at the correct recipe of shit and usability, and you know, maybe maybe they uh, maybe they maybe they hit maybe hit the jackpot this time, but I just. And, and maybe this is why I think this is relevant, because there's so many apps out there people are using today on the desktop for productivity that originated on Linux, and nobody fucking uses Linux. And now, <laughs> nobody knows they're using it when they're on a Chromebook. Nobody knows they're using it when they're on Android. What are you talking about? Chrome? Facebook's, Facebook's on Linux, and, and that's the whole on Linux. And, that's the whole fucking eat-your-own-dog-food problem, and I believe even Google acknowledged this issue. And... It's like you can only preach Linux for so long, but then operate a company that doesn't fucking use it. And the reason that they don't use it is because it sucks for office productivity. I mean, it's it's good for office productivity, but people want their apps. There there are there are executives at Google that refuse to use anything but fucking Outlook, right? And for those who don't know what Outlook is, maybe they don't work in in in, uh, in a company where they have to use uh, use a dedicated email program. Outlook is Microsoft's email program, and from my experience, it is a heap of shit compared to just the interface I would get through a Yahoo, get through. Uh, uh, a Gmail or something like that. And when I say heap of shit, I mean like, yeah, it kind of works nicely if you want to reserve a room when you're making a meeting. That's a feature that's kind of nice. They have resources that you can book and you can share your calendar. But for actual email, for actually searching for just an email that your aunt sent you, <laughs> maybe it was three months ago, maybe it was three years ago, Outlook is fucking trash. It is the worst email experience, but there's people, there's executives, right? They're, they come, they've, they've had 20 years with this email program. They get, they get hired on by, by one of these big tech companies and they say, sorry, we're not going to use. What's up? No, no, oh sorry. yeah. It looked like it wasn't recording. Yeah, that, it's, it's <laughs> that's because recording. it's zoomed in. It's zoomed in all the way. I'll, I'll zoom okay. Go nervous. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, you got these big, you got these tech companies. They bring in these, they bring in these executives. They they want to use what they're comfortable with, and it's the eat your own dog food problem. And Google is kind of at the forefront of that. And they've even tried. They've they they've tried to run an operating system other than Windows. Uh, uh, my my brother used to work for a, a pretty big tech company, and it was fucking crazy because they. He tried using Linux for the desktop, but what ended up happening is they were all bringing home Macs. And the company that he was working for, let's just say they were on the Windows side of the fence. But because of 
because of some of the productivity limitations of Windows, because a lot of these guys were Linux guys to begin with, the next best thing that they could do is bring home a Mac. So I think that the Chromebook being able to open up to be more of a desktop computer is going to be an interesting change. Now, I run a software company at night, and one of the biggest requests is these fucking companies, they're cheap, and they're like, you know what, we just bought brand new computers for all of our services. All of our services are cloud-based, right? So it's like a website that does everything that they need to do. And they're like, we haven't found anything that the Chromebook can't do. So instead of spending $500, $1,000 on a PC, we went out and we bought a whole bunch of $300 Chromebooks, and we're running our entire business off of Chromebooks. And they say, hey, Trace, does your software run on a Chromebook? And I tell them, like, no. There's no fucking way. Google makes it very difficult. The, the, the space that I'm in is to just run on a desktop, like on a Mac or on a PC. And we actually do support Linux. But the, the Chromebook has been, has been an industry that we can't expand into. And it's because it's such a lockdown platform. So I think it's an exciting change. <laughs> Although it's a very difficult to explain and technical thing um, to the tech industry, I think it's a very exciting change. I mean, from just a a perspective, like you said before, it seems kind of like it just feels like that's the right way to go. Like I've never felt that. Yeah, and you know, Apple's got great products, but better than either Google or uh, Microsoft. Apple markets its balls off. It runs circles around Microsoft and. Google and definitely Linux. I don't think Linux has. I think Linux has a two dollar and fifty cent marketing budget. Uh, again, <clears throat> it, it 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 depends. So you know, Apple mark Apple markets Apple's biggest marketing campaign is effectively that they're just Apple. You know, but where, again, how do they get there? Like, if you no, look, well, no, but you know, like they're 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 living on a re, they're living on someone else's reputation. Well, I it, because Apple today is not the same company that Apple was even 10 years ago. One of the things that, uh, that my brother, I heard my brother said when I told him um, how much it cost to get the, the, the MacBook Pro that we're recording on right now and bump the, the, the drive size on it, um, I think I just wanted to double the, the size of the drive. <laughs> Buying that drive on the open market is, it's a $300 drive. So if I had the balls, which I don't, to actually find the proprietary screwdriver and take apart this fucking this macbook pro then i could upgrade the drive well, and can, i could do can, it for let's say around 300 dollars. can you even do that because I, I thought they were soldered i thought that they're soldered on at this point um the the memory is i don't know about the drives but i'm not going to do it right i'm not going to yeah. take it apart but the actual drive itself retail it's a 300 dollar drive now i would actually be able to ebay the drive that's in there and get 100 bucks back so it's really a 200 dollar upgrade Apple charges six hundred dollars for the drive, and what what my what my older brother said to me um, when I was ordering this thing, he goes he goes I can't fucking believe that he says Apple is the last PC company that's still making money off of hardware sales, and I thought that was interesting. So Wade, you asked, you said, do you think that Apple is hindering themselves by not releasing the the Mac experience to a PC? You have you have two brands. You have. You have, you have Sam's top choice, and 
it's it's an interesting the lure because you can only get that experience by running their hardware and their hardware is overpriced now that's not to say that it really is the retail market usually has a 30% markup. So it kind of makes sense to buy the hardware low and then sell it higher. That's just the way retail works. But what's happened was right around the turn of the PC revolution. So I would say like, like maybe mid nineties to late nineties, these little computer shops started showing up and then these computer shows started touring. What happened is people started learning actual value of the hardware. So it's, you really can't make money off of parts anymore. It's kind of like going to, uh, you know, driving into like like an advanced auto or a Pep Boys or like like a, like a, a car place and just sitting there and arguing with the guy behind the counter about the cost of an alternator. Some people know exactly how much that alternator costs because they've been in the car industry for years. Other people are like, no, I'm just going to pay the sticker price. And um, you know, when people go online, they get coupons. But what's happened is with it, with the tech industry, those. The selling price of those parts has been pretty close to its value. So Apple is perceived as a greedy monster when they sell it at anything more. So the operating system may be what's it may be the last thing that's allowing them to be profitable on the PC in, in the PC market. And I, I'm not questioning. I'm <clears throat> I guess the statement I'm making is is Apple is 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 Apple possibly on borrowed time because they have been living off of. Well, iPad I, money, it seems, or I, iPod money for the past like five to seven a, years. A, I mean, a, I a, Apple, Apple's in theory on borrowed time because they basically took out they took out in debt the amount of money they have on the cash they have on hand. I mean, look at like Beats, the whole Beats thing, all oh, these high tech, high quality. And they're like selling in China for like $20. Like, yeah, actually, like, there's a there's a YouTube video where, where and this is a few years old now. Somebody tore down those, the you know, standard $200 uh, Beats audio headphones. And then he... He ordered the knockoff brand from China, um, which I think were seven dollars or twelve dollars. And uh, he actually in in the the twelve dollar he found some parts inside the twelve dollar brand that were actually higher quality than what was in Beats. But for the most part, the drivers inside were the same. Um, he actually found weights. He found metal weights inside the Beats audio headphones because the weight people think that it's got better components yeah. in there if it weighs more. And there was just chunks of metal. Like like you know heavy chunks of metal fastened inside the the, the the headphones to make them feel like they were higher quality. So Beats I, Beats I think was a genius purchase because you got Apple one of the one of the remaining PC companies that can still sell parts for higher than what they're than, than what they're worth. It, it, well, you know, and it, they're able to buy this. Beats Audio Company that is doing the same exact thing. Apple's a lifestyle brand that doesn't have to sell T-shirts. Yeah, no, I, and that's like, I kind of just wish everyone would wake up and these dumb motherfuckers that are buying Beats for like two hundred dollars are really buying like Chinese about? shit. It's, it's a quality that was made like for set that you can make for seven dollars. Right. To be, let's be fair though, everything you buy is Chinese. Well, Chinese or Korean shit. Right, and I'm not saying this isn't a buy American speech, like which I think you should buy American. But unfortunately, if you wanted to buy a, a Soviet, pair of beats, Soviet spacecraft, you know probably, American spacecraft, all parts made in Taiwan. Yeah, but here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, if the beats were made in America, then I, I, I would say I don't think there's any headphones made in America. Yeah, probably not. 
If there if there are, they're going to be extremely expensive. I, ironic, ironically, the copper the the copper which is mined in Angola then shipped to America, made in a wire mill just down the road. Then the wire is shipped to China, which is made in the wound in the coils to make the headphones, then shipped back here. Yeah, that's that's another correct point. Is that even if it's manufactured in the United States, it, it undoubtedly will need parts from other parts of the world. <laughs> it will be assembled I mean, elsewhere. Just just neodymium, right? Just neodymium alone, I believe, is a, a Chinese mined uh, mineral. And for people like, what the fuck is he saying with neodymium? Um, which Gunner, I'm sure, knows exactly what neodymium precious is. Precious earth metal with... Uh, it's, it's a, it's magnetic, a rare... Yeah, what it's, is, one it's one of the strongest it's a, magnetic fields. See my podcast... Air quote fingers. It is a quote unquote rare earth metal. Yes, thank even you. Though for the it's in all in the it's quotes, all throughout the quotes are very important. Earth. Yes, yes, exactly. So <laughs> neodymium is considered a rare earth, uh, a rare earth uh, metal. The the term rare earth is because they're rare, but they aren't really rare. They're just difficult to find, and it's because they're from. It's correct that, me if I'm wrong. It's, it's, it's like it's a metal isotope. Or well, something along those lines. It's, it's very easily distinguishable. It, it, it's hard to distinguish it from the metal above it on the periodic table. Well, right? it, it really, really where, where it comes into the rare part is that it's 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 widespread. It's just at super low concentrations. Right. So it's the equivalent of like you have, you know, Wade has some gold inside him, you know, and not that we're going to cleave him in twain to extract it because it is it is it is a it is a bug fart in the wind as far as actual. He's pure gold. He's pure gold. <laughs> All gold. He's, he's but yeah, not, so, not, not a gold dust woman, though. And neodymium actually is not, it, it doesn't have magnetic properties, but it influences iron. So when it's sitting next to iron, it gives iron crazy, uh, crazy magnetic properties. So the, the term rare earth magnet, which is really what's been driving most of the, uh, the, the small motors, the small speakers, um, they've been rare earth magnets. And it's, it's like if you, for anybody who lived through the 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 sixties, the seventies, the 80s with the huge fucking magnetic speakers, where the the speaker itself, the back then TVs were not LED or LCD or plasma. They actually had a tube in there, and if you got the if you got one of those, and everybody knows what an old TV is and what they look like, but if you got the magnet from the speaker too close to the TV, it would change the fucking colors. And what's interesting is the magnets have got smaller since then, and the TVs no longer but uh, you could react you to magnets. You will still F an old TV up something fierce. You get one of those uh, neodymium headphones next to it. That's that's correct. Yeah, the neodymium will still fuck up the old televisions, but the uh, but they're much smaller. So you, it's. The, the, the idea of these big wooden speaker boxes is I don't even see them around anymore. Well, what will the vibranium do? You want the vibranium? You know, <laughs> well, I, th I think technically it would make everything quiet, wouldn't it? I guess. Is vibranium, did you just make that up? Is do that you like, know? <laughs> is that like the porn star metal? Is that what that is? No, vibranium. Did you see Did you see the uh, the Avengers, Infinity War, the new Avengers? No, I have not. I am, I, am, I am not feeling real great about this, buddy. I'm not feeling real good. <laughs> you aren't feeling real good about it? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't feel real, I, I don't feel so good. <laughs> oh, God, that's fucking terrible. Um. Yeah, so vibranium. Spoilers, Snape kills Dumbledore. <laughs> so vibranium is this, uh, yeah, it's a fictional metal that's oh. only found in Wakanda. Yeah, well, 
So yes, it is. Is is I I have to assert. I have to reinf. I have to provide accurate testimony to retain my card in the union. So there are two types of vibranium in Marvel. There is Wakandan vibranium and Antarctic vibranium, which huh. is found in the quote the quote unquote. Are they different types? Savage lands. Are they like the different types or just from different yes. places? Are they, do they have different properties? So they're they have yes different properties. So effectively, uh, Wakandan vibranium is a, its defining characteristic is that it absorbs uh, kinetic energy. So okay. basically, any sound, whatever you know, like so you can you have you you have Wakandan vibranium on the bottom of your sh- yes as as the rules for made up metal mm-hmm. come along. It's because it's not any more made up than neodymium. It's really. It's been fucking. It's 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 just regular magnets. They just spit out them or something. But uh, Wakandan vibranium absorbs uh, vibration. Mm-hmm. Antarctic vibranium breaks down other metals. So you know, like again, like you, you know, like the you you know, Captain America's shield is made from Wakandan vibranium. Antarctic vibranium is what you use when you have to kill giant giant uh, murderous. Nuclear-powered robots from the future. Is this fictional metal important in the movie? Uh, kind of. Yeah, it's it's actually, you know what? It's it's real not important in Infinity War per se. It's super important in Black Panther though, because he's from Wakanda. Oh no, it's because it's be, it, yeah, it's it, it's it's because they forget things in the middle of their movies because all they needed to do is give Ant Man a couple vibranium brass knuckles and he would have fucking sorted that stuff out quick. <laughs> Let's well, so actually back to the Antarctic vibranium because this is actually kind of new to me. So, the the Antarctic vibranium, who like wields that? Uh, actually, so yeah, and we go back into our useless Marvel history that has not appeared in the films and probably will not. So, uh, U.S. agent who was the guy who uh, took over from Captain America after Captain America decided to work stop working for the U.S. government because it's a bunch of fascist assholes. In this is this is just in the Marvel universe, not the real one. You know, we're 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 good. God bless America. God bless. But uh, no, so he had he had a uh, he had a shield or a baton of it at one point. But yeah, you know, there. Uh, I think I I make that crack, but I think there actually was somebody running around with a pair of a uh, a uh, uh, Antarctic vibranium brass knuckles. So they're just like, like just cutting fuck, through. Yes, just to just he will it will fuck a gopher up. We're Ultron. All the Ultrons. <laughs> vibranium. I still think vibranium sounds like like maybe a metal you, that you'd make sex toys out of. Well, no, I, that, that actually would be, that would be its uh, alchemical uh, derived product, Reverbium. Is that, actually, does that exist that, in that, the Marvel that, that, that is, that, Yes, there is, there, <laughs> dude, all of them exist. Reverbium. Adamantium. Adamantium is not knockoff, because it's, uh, you know... Adamantium is the. Are you guys it, making shit up? Or no, adamantium is. Uh, no, we, we're, this we're, is all. We're quoting, we're quoting other people's made up shit. Oh. Like Wadonium? Oh, Wadonium would be badass. Dildonium. That would be your sex toy. Uh, sex I feel toy like metal. I have some Dildonium in me right now. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> okay. Okay, so this is a PG thirteen podcast. We uh, for please go. 
I think I curse far too much for this uh, podcast to be PG. Now it may not be completely X-rated yet. No, I'm saying that you you you, should, you, you really need to you really need to see your parents. I don't care if you're 40. You really do need to to talk to your parents about this after you've listened to this. <laughs> I uh, so parental back, guidance, regardless of age. Regardless of age, you may need it to, to piece back your broken sanity, but. Avengers, uh, spoiler, it's been out for three weeks. If you're waiting to see it... Snape kills Dumbledore. <laughs> if you're waiting to see it, then I'll give you five seconds to shut this off. Four, Harry Osborn three, two, is the Green one. Goblin. Okay, spoiler, go ahead. Spoiler, like half of the people die, right? Like this is what they said. Like when I say die, like they just turn to fucking ash. Like main characters? Like... So Marvel has what nineteen films or eighteen or nineteen films out already? The Marvel Semantic Universe on yeah, its own. Yeah, it's getting pretty close. I wouldn't count the Incredible Hulk because the Incredible Hulk was with Edward Norton, who then for some reason was like, oh, but it had General Ross, so it exists in this. It had, it, had, uh, it, I, I, it does exist in the universe, but it's a different Incredible Hulk. And frankly, I think Mark Ruffalo does a better job. But that doesn't matter. It's my opinion. Um. So like, yeah, like they just Spider Man. Has had one or two movies. The new Spider-Man. Well, he's Homecoming. he's a, he's, a, he's a, he has he has had one film to himself. One film. He's one appeared, film on his he's own. Appeared, he has appeared in two separate ones. Two separate films. He's dead. Spider-Man's dead. Spider-Man is dead, and so uh, he's not dead. He just doesn't feel that good. He's ashes. He's ashes. He and actually, that was like oh, so heartbreaking, so heart wrenching. Like Groot is dead. Who's actually kind of baby Groot? I don't know if it's the same Groot. It's like reincarnated Groot. But here's my, here's what I have an issue I with am that. Groot. You knew I that this you. shit was happening coming in, and I don't know if it was it's it wasn't leaked stuff per se, but people were they the actors were clearly allowed to say. Oh no, they weren't allowed to say. But Mark Ruffalo like totally blew blew, blew out. It's like oh man, we're all. Fucking yeah, <laughs> like he kind of gave away. Like I would say roughly. Would you say roughly half half the superhero? No, it is it, it is every, every almost every. A new character. So, the only ones that survived it are effectively the original Avengers. The so, so first... Iron Man's still alive. Is he Iron, one of them? Tony Stark still lives. Yes. All right. So he's still alive. Iron Man always survives. Iron Man, Thor, the Hulk. Thor's a god, isn't he? Well, okay, you got you got. I need, you need to see more of these, man. No, no, no. I think, yeah, I think we firmly established I just don't understand how you can compete with gods. Well, you know. Because the rules are different in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's like, hey, I create fucking universes. What are you? Oh, I'm just some guy that launches missiles. No, he's, okay, let's he's, be friends and he, kill people together. He's, he's, you think the their enemies would be... thunder and rock and roll. Yeah, I haven't seen enough of these. You're right. So Iron Man... So Thor... Rocket Raccoon is the only... Guardian of the Galaxy left. Um, help me hire Black Widow's alive. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I like that she's alive for different reasons. <laughs> who's Who's Black Widow? Black Widow is the is character that Scarlett Johansson. Oh plays. yes, yeah. I'm happy that she's alive. <laughs> yeah. IRL though. I'm just happy that she's alive in real life. Day or year. What about What about What What about the Scarlett Johansson love robot the dude built? A day or a year, if I had a choice with yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Yes. And those are my two options. That's like that's yes. like triple triple geek points. He made a Scarlett Johansson love robot that he three D printed. I don't want a three D printed Scarlett Johansson. Me either. I mean, I guess it's better than no Scarlett Johansson. 
Is it though? I mean, I guess it is. It's better than none. What happens in your mind is going to be better than anything that robot can give you. Well, I'm not even what talking. What happens in the robot's mind? I'm just saying, if the there was, have mind. if there was no, if there was no Scarlett you Johansson, even to begin with, and all you had was just a 3D printed version of her, mm-hmm. I mean, it's better than nothing. I guess it's true. At least then you can call it. It would be weird though. It wouldn't be flesh. It wouldn't be a real person. But um, yeah, I mean, if I had two options, with I would pick a year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think. It's, Even with all like the snooty shit that like she's kind of come out with, I don't in follow the past six months. I don't I follow still, most of the snooty shit. What's the snooty shit? Uh, the just the yeah. I guess it's not snooty shit. It's getting far too political. Let's get political. Oh fuck that! The Me Too movement. Like oh, I think it was yeah. a good idea okay. in theory, but then it got overly abused and used by fucktards who couldn't really express the Me Too. They were just like, oh, I think that sounds cool. These celebrities are doing it, so now I'm saying Me Too. Yeah, I, 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 I don't I want to get be into this really I sound cruel. like a real asshole. Well, I, I wanna, am a real asshole, but I'm not that big of an asshole. I want to be cruel and say it's like the ice bucket challenge and everybody feels obligated to do it. <laughs> I take it back. What about the cinnamon challenge? I take it back. <laughs> It'll tear you up inside. What's the cinnamon challenge? Oh, you've, not done, you've not done the cinnamon challenge? It's like a teaspoon of cinnamon and it fucks you up, right? Yes, it will ruin your lungs. Yeah, talk, let's die. talk about it. Well, that's it ruins your lungs if you breathe it into your lungs. You're not supposed to breathe it, right? Yeah, but the problem is, is that by by it dries your it dries out your mouth. Your mouth, and, kind of and then you breathe it in? Yes. Gotcha. And it will trigger an anaphylactic response in certain people. I saw a girl do the condom challenge. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's like where you, it's like you're pulling a, you pull it through like what your nose. Yeah. What about the, what about the Tide Pod challenge? Yeah, that's a good one. That's like silly shit. I no, mean, actually, the Tide Pod, the Tide, the Tide Pod challenge is actually this is this, it's the anarchist cookbook of uh, stupid internet memory where it's like we're, we're deliberately giving you terrible information in an attempt to murder you. I don't think like the Tide Pod challenge is that big a deal. I was like, Ooh. My favorite I mean, part a about these kids challenges: dissolve their tracheas. Ooh, and I we're going off topic. It's <laughs> dissolve the trachea. We're going off topic, but my kids play the uh the roblox video game which is i don't even know how to describe it because each game is different and you can just make your own game but what that allows it allows these weird things to show up in there and my son (laughs) was running around and he had these weapons one of them was a sword um and of course that sounds like a weapon and then he had one and it was a fidget spinner which he can't fight people with that you just spin it um of course everybody knows what a fidget spinner was but his third weapon was a tide pod and he, if he used it, he just died. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so back to who's dead. Scarlett Johansson lives. Yes. Is War Machine dead? Rhodey? I think Rhodey's still kicking around, but they, they didn't kind of focus on him. Um, they, didn't, I don't, they didn't explicitly Vulture? make him dis- disappear. Did they all die at once? Oh, like, okay, so in this shit, it was actually kind of crazy because, quick synopsis, this ultra super villain i'll call him mm-hmm. um wants to collect all these infinity stones which have all these stones have held a place in the in each marvel cinematic um universe uh after probably really after iron man when thor came out that was i'm pretty sure that was the instru- introduction of the first infinity stone am i wrong with that the tesseract what's an well, infinity stone te- technically Avengers 2, or event, the first Avengers film, would it be, right? Or no, 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 Thor no, was before Captain, the first Captain America. 
Yeah, Captain America. I'm sorry, it wasn't in Thor. It was in Captain America and then came yes. Thor. So the Tesseract is like, I think it's the Soul Stone or the Power Stone. No, no, Power Stone's purple. It's blue. So when the universe it's was the created. Space, it's mm-hmm. the space. No, the Tesseract mm-hmm. is the Space Stone. Okay, when the universe was created, mm-hmm. um, the Big Bang or whatever, the universe before was like, you know, this compact thing and the Big Bang happened and all the mm-hmm. elements that created the universe, which there were five or six of them. There's five. Six. six spread out like throughout the universe in mm-hmm. these concentrated things so you have uh time space mind power soul you know they're scattered around the universe scattered around the universe but if combined mm-hmm. you you are like the ultimate being more than oh, a god yeah you just decide what happens whatever your will is so thanos is this villain but i say he's a villain because marvel is now doing this thing specifically from in my opinion anyway and why Black Panther was so popular, where they're making these villains uh, more difficult to hate and yeah, a little yeah. easier to understand. So he's mm-hmm. he grew That's up on anti heroes big. I mean, people love anti heroes. Yeah, it's like, but it's past yeah, but, anti-hero. But, the, but, the anti, but yeah, you have an an anti hero is Eddie Brock or you know like or Venom, Venom or Deadpool mm-hmm. or right, uh, right. the Punisher. You know, it's it's like there is a there is good being done in spite of them. And Thanos is more just like, you know what? I just have this I am I am Oh, what the frick it's like it's like Morgan Freeman's character in uh Dreamcatcher where he's like, You you wanna see a man who'd kill a bunch of defenseless Jesus people? Christ. Blah blah blah. I'll do it. That's I'm not friend. Dreamcatcher, like the Stephen King. Yes. What a fucking. No one saw that movie. P.S. <laughs> P.S. P.S. That's because they're not trying hard enough. I mean, I like Dreamcatcher, but I don't think a lot of people are going to get no, that. No, but well, come on, it's good. It's it, it's. It, I think I actually saw Dreamcatcher, and I still don't know his fucking reference he just made. It, Thanos is Thanos. Thanos is a person that you sympathize that is doing a horrible thing because it's total. It's totally. It's just totally makes sense in my mind. So Thanos essentially went through some really hard times where, like, Aww. there was strife in planet and Aww. there was his, overconsumption. His, his face. His oh, poor guy. He has a funny face compared to his people. So they don't like him because he's purple and he smells. He went through all this, sh- all this shit, and he kind of determined that humanity and life as we kind of know it is consuming too many resources and it's not sustainable and it's all going to end terribly. Like we're going to continue to grow rapidly. And he thinks it's in the Marvel, in the Marvel cinematic universe, it's very, very different in the comics, but he's way more hateable in the comics, way easier too. But he's saying like, with a snap of my finger, I will wipe out 50% of all life in the universe. It will just die and cease to exist and never, never, they're just dead. Why stop at fifty? Because fifty, he feels like then you know, be half more, of there'll it. Be more movies. What's that? Because then there'll be more movies. No, I mean not exactly. Because here's I'm going to get to that in a little bit, and why I think it was kind of all you bullshit. had to do was have Ant Man crawl up his ass and go normal size, <laughs> and that shit would have been sorted. But does Ant Man <laughs> crawl up assholes? Ant Man can crawl anywhere. He's the size of the fucking ant. Smaller than that, actually. Smaller than most ants. He, Does he, he hurt people he, with that he, size? He, he can shrink. Well, can that's shrink. the crazy thing about Ant Man. He's just as strong as you or I when he shrinks down to that size. Oh, but he can he he can shrink down. Through, is, he, is he stronger he can, than One Punch Man? He can shrink down. Well, no, because he can Never. get re- he can get really big. <laughs> Not even close. He <laughs> can get really well. No, you want to get he can get really big 
or you can get really, really small and you get so small that maybe he falls through things like atoms or space or time. Like we're talking interdimensional shit at that point. But and you Ant-Man can, can do that? Well, in theory, if you, he wouldn't come back. That's what happened to the first Ant-Man's wife, the, the first wasp. Janet Pym. Ant-Man married Who, a wasp. by the way... Janet, actually, Janet Van... Uh, I can't remember her last name. It was terrible. Ant-Man, like, beat that broad's ass in the comics. Like, hey, Ant-Man's... Yeah, Harry... He, he's... he's <laughs> and he married her in the movies? No, Harry Pym in, in the movies is not... Uh, he's the originator of the hardware for Ant-Man, but uh, Judd is... Hank Pym, what, or yeah, Judd... Judd... Last name's uh, Rudd, Paul Rudd. Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd is Ant-Man. He kind of inherits all the technology from Harry Pym. Is it Harry Pym? Scott. No, it's Hank Pym. Hank Pym. Yeah. And Scott. Uh, I can't remember his last name. Our cards. Listen to me talking all this shit about Wakandan and Antarctic vibranium, but I can't remember what the frick Scott, Scott's last name. But anyways, so um, you had the... And I, I'm really kind of bummed that they're not going to do it. Like they might reference it, but I thought I, I would have thought like it would have been a perfect setup for uh, now that they have the Fantastic Four and all that stuff. Like they have the '60s Mad Men, like Venture Brothers style adventuring team with Hank Pym and Janet uh, Janet as the Wasp, just like doing '60s stupid international spy shit. Yeah, and I mean, they the could Fantastic, definitely go You have the Fantastic that. Four doing, like, weird science stuff, and they just disappear, and they come back. Yeah, Fantastic Four is just not going to work out. Was saying? that Fox the last one? Well, they bought it. They, uh, you know, actually, whether that ad, that, whether that, that whole deal come, goes through, because, like, I guess um, Comcast is trying to stick their stick their wick in that, as it were. But, yeah, Disney is supposed to, Disney is supposedly buying I, I Fox can, Films. This is, and this is, like, Fox. yeah, and, and you don't want to do the merger, whatever. I know there's licensing shit. Just give Disney and Marvel the motherfucking keys to all comic book movies that are that are that, are, that were Marvel no, no, enterprises. Let, let's be let's be fair. You you put a useless addendum in there. It was because DC, as far as I'm concerned, has not made an actual comic book film that actually like works as a film or as a comic book story. Disney, just give Disney the keys. To make all working comic book films at this point, except uh, maybe who, who did uh, who did Watchmen? Who was that? The Watchmen. That was DC. That was uh, fucking that was, that's awesome. DC. But that's a DC comic too. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. What was your statement about DC? Not DC has not made DC modern or Warner Brothers modern has not made a successful comic book. Movie. How are you framing this? Like as How far is that as comic not a book successful movie? Because like Wasn't Wonder Woman, uh, it was. A, no, it, I, it, I thought it, it was okay. Uh, that was pretty wa- good. Wa- wa- I just watch- like. Watchmen. I just watched like watching. Was it Man Manhattan or what was that? Doctor Manhattan. I liked watching Doctor Manhattan's Blue Dong flop around. Of course you did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, but 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 the thing the thing is is that you know bullshit Hollywood accounting aside, um, Marvel has been the only one. You know, like the Marvel run here has been the only ones that have made made them actually like made enough money to justify. Never mind it. Like you know whether whether they're framed or put together properly. Like, Warner Brothers lost its ass on that watch on, on Watchmen. 
Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. well the content Wonder wasn't was pretty successful. Wonder, no? Wonder Woman was very successful. Wonder Woman was very successful in spite of itself. Like you know, they they basically stopped interfering at one point and let the director and the producer kind of just go off and do their thing. And you know, like, actually, because that was one of, that was one of the things too. Like they didn't sign Gail Gardot there or Godot there to actually do another one. And it's like because they were like, oh, this isn't going to work. And meanwhile, it's it's the only one that one was like fucking critically and audience acclaimed. And it's also like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is the one that made us the most money out of any of them. Uh, we should probably pay her. DC's like so interesting. We're I'm not like we're getting away away from uh, Infinity War. And we'll touch back on it so for good. sure. I don't feel so good. Wait, <laughs> I don't feel so good. Stay with me. It's going to be OK. You're going to be OK. I, I, I don't know. It's. I'm scared. You got, you got too much vibranium up, up your ass right now. No, fucking Thanos snapped his fingers and he's turning. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna ash. <laughs> Peter, 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 Peter. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need to take this vibranium. I'm gonna need to take this soul stone and stick oh, it right Rick. up your butthole. Oh, I think it's a bad idea, Rick. But anyway, I'm gonna need to take this right up your butthole. So, why is it just? D, is it a DC problem? Like, like Trace. So they're, you're they're, to they're, catch you in loop. Like, their DC, movies are too dark. Yeah. Like, they're they're either yeah they're super dark like Batman DC has Batman. No, I mean they're too dark as you can't actually fucking see anything that's going on inside. Them. All right, so DC has Batman. Everything it feels like DC it takes itself far too seriously. Mm-hmm. Like you have Batman and Batman is super successful in majority of the movies that they put out. Like that's like their bread and butter, I'd say. But then you have these shitty characters, and it's not necessarily that they're shitty, but like their hallmark, their most visible character aside from arguably Batman, is fucking Superman. And what a boring fucking concept Superman is. So no, handsome, I mean, though. Quentin Tarantino totally got no, the I agree. whole... Quentin Tarantino totally got the whole bit. No, I, I you're agree. fucking talking about Quentin I, Tarantino did what with Superman? No, I agree you, with you. You, so that you remember the whole Kill Bill speech? I completely agree. Of- a guy that can fucking stop an airplane is a pretty boring guy because what are his limits? And also, it's the, the whole... Superhero being disguised is really fucking stupid with Superman. This is interesting. He doesn't look any fucking different. Did you see? Um, did you see Kill Bill one and two? Yeah. Do you remember the? Because that's actually a, a pretty interesting quote that I feel like Quentin Tarantino when he wrote it, like it sounded really cool and it sounds great, but that no other fucking like they can't make a movie based on that essentially. Go ahead, like synopsis of the of the quote. It's it's the idea. It's the idea that effectively, for the most part, every other superhero, you know, like you're you're assume you're assuming the persona of power. You know, like Bruce Bruce Wayne has this alter ego of of Batman. Uh, Oliver Oliver West has this alter ego of Green Arrow, or or, you know. Spite, you know, Peter Parker is Spider Man. Superman's the only one where effectively the that's him. That's actually that's real. That's who he, re, you know, Superman. Kal El is real. The real. He was person. born Superman. You know, he was born Superman, and he has to his his costume so is tough, basically tough pretending. Baby, he was. No, his costume is basically pretending to be Clark Kent. You know, like that, 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 that idea, that idea, you know, it's the, 
again, it's this it's this thing where it's like DC animated has got you know, and that was kind of like just this this random luck of the draw because you had all these people who really kind of like were invested in these characters, but you know, like Superman, the the world of cardboard. I think Superman's got a couple things going for him. Number one, he's got a cool fucking logo. There's just something there cool. Stands for hope. There's something cool about fucking ripping lame. open that shirt and having the Superman logo on underneath. I would, I would really, I would really be thrilled if that was actually just like the equivalent of their Adidas logo. He's, he's also got the, like the cliche. Size. He can fly, and fucking everybody wants to fly. No, no, no. Superman doesn't fly. Yeah, he like fuck uses he like fly. his motion Super, Super, to like. No. Superman. What does he the, move the universe around him? Who gives a shit? He can fly. Fuck you. He can fly. He can yeah, fucking fly. for all intents and purposes. Like, yeah, it's all relative, Gunner. He can fly. But here's here's the problem with Superman. No one has no one has the balls. What the fuck did you just say? He has tactile telekinesis. He can fly. No one has the balls to make Superman like what an interesting Superman would be. It would be like a fucking bad guy almost. Like no one wants to well, no, introduce they, they, these dark they, elements they, they to did, him. They, they have done that. It's called Supreme. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, oh, I'm in a movie. I don't, I'm not talking about comics. Well, yeah. It, that's what's, that's, I mean, that's, the comics are great, like, but the mainstream's not into comic books. Like, but mainstream is well, actually, movies. So, so I, 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 so I'm not, are you familiar with, uh, Garth Enos? No. He's the guy who wrote, uh, you know, as we talk shit about comic book stuff, he is the guy who wrote Preacher. Okay. I'm familiar with Preacher. I've read, a bit, quite a bit of preacher. So there, I, I believe there actually is a movie in the works. Well, there, I know there was called, like an AMC show. No, no, there's a movie in the works called. Oh. Uh, or for, so he has he's done a bunch of really weird books. Uh, you know, again, like the Invisibles, which is like the basis upon which so much weird shit that's come. Like you know, the, you want to get into the idea of the Matrix and all that stuff. Like a bunch of that came from there, or was informed from it. Um, but he did one called The Boys, and The Boys is exactly that, and there's supposed to be a movie in the works about that, and it's just like, you know, Superman is basically this, can you know, like, their, their analog of the Superman character is this cannibalistic child rapist. Just, yeah, but is it actually Superman? Well, it's not it sounds Superman, like Superman. It sounds like a successful movie. Yes, because, you know, that, 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 that move, that move, that, that fills the seats. Yeah, sells them sheets. This is my problem. Come though. on in, kids. You're gonna watch a movie about like, a child rapist. DC's characters eat, marry. It was a eat, fuck, kill. DC's characters are just. Oh I, what God. is it? Is it? The, is it? I don't understand. Is it because the, the studio refuses? The studios I, that, they do Deadpool. I, I, I heard. I no, heard DC's the, Fox and Fox, it's the only Marvel that Fox and Logan are the two only legitimate great movies that. Fox is made with Marvel characters. Who's Deadpool? Deadpool's Marvel. That's Marvel. Well, no, yeah. Deadpool, Deadpool is F. It's Deadpool. So Fox has the Fantastic Four. Actually, I think the license lapsed on that anyways. But Fox has uh, the X-Men and any of their associated characters, which is how they ended up with Deadpool. Because if it's a quote-unquote mutant or mutate... Essentially, if they if they were introduced in the X-Men series, then they get rights to that. They get yes. rights to make that movie. Um, but you're asking like what the problem is with it is part of it is that like Warner Brothers is Warner Brothers film is run by a bunch of people who hate the properties that they, you know, the intellectual properties that they have access to. And the gist is that they don't get the fundamental con, you know, like Avengers is kind of weird too, because they're doing a bunch of X-Men stories and stuff like that. But really 
the the crux of it comes down to is that the way it was always pitched to me was that Marvel is like Marvel Marvel struggles are oh shit Doc Ock's on a rampage and he just flipped over a hot dog cart or a police car oh shit Sinestro's on a rage and he just dropped a skyscraper you know like you know d- versus the DC one like Sinestro's got a problem oh shit he dropped a skyscraper on an old folks home you know it's just the the, the scale the scale of catastrophe the, the scale of catastrophe is much bigger and much more casual in DC you know like I mean like Man of Steel Man of Steel would have been fine if Superman was Superman instead of Batman with laser vision. He wasn't really Batman. I mean, the problem with Superman, I feel in all these movies, is he's just fucking, he's just a good old boy. Just the American. He's not modern in any way, and he's fucking invincible unless you're some billionaire. Dad, Dad, should I let those people die? Yeah, maybe. maybe, I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) You know, it's like Kevin Cosner did not... No, that's Kevin Costner making the shitty decision for his weak-minded, simple-minded son. That's that doesn't make Superman dark. D- didn't didn't Superman come from a planet of other of other Supermen? Well, actually, not, no, so he, not he exactly. Yes, yeah, so they they only get they only get the the the, the powers uh, from a life a long exposure to Earth's uh, yellow sun. Yeah, so like they weren't like superhuman on. Krypton. It's it's our sun specifically. Is that correct? He well, it's a, yellow, yellow, didn't he yellow ride a fucking suns. asteroid? What's that? Didn't he ride a fucking asteroid? No, no, no. There, he was ejected. He was sent on a rescue mission so, when the Earth was. Or not? Excuse me. Well, when, didn't when he crash into the his, fucking his, planet? His, though? His, his parents. So yes, yeah. And his like, escape pod. This is his his his, uh, his parents built a spaceship. To but it hit ground, right? Yes. Yeah, but it's super high tech. It's not. It's like. These There's Kryptonians. Crystals. It's all crystals and shit, man. Why are you, yeah. why are you bagging on? Yeah, this is now, comic books, Trace. Are you trying to car, use fucking like car, regular car logic? Is, well, I'm just trying. I'm trying to to understand how how strong he must have been to survive the impact as a fucking baby. Well, it has nothing to do with the strength. Like the inside. Like if it's it's think of it as super futuristic, crazy shock absorbent shit that like anybody could survive. It's 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 those it's those space pampers. As soon as they were yeah. exposed to yellow sunlight. So you're saying the yellow sunlight does it, but so it, as soon as the baby was exposed to the yellow sunlight, he had his powers. Not quite those powers, but he began well, to develop them. You know, one, I mean, like, you know, you, you always struggle with made-up shit that, like, you try to rationalize or whatever, but the, the, the latest take, which I don't know if they've officially stated or not, so I, I, I throw this out there with a big grain of thought, a uh, big grain of salt. Because this is my understanding of it, is that this goes back to this idea that effectively, all of his powers are uh, outgrowths of this like uh, telekinetic, you know, like the, the basically the, the, this telekinetic ability that Kryptonians have. Mm-hmm. And so, that, but any Kryptonian could come to fucking Earth. Well, and no, have but it's, it's 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 the it's the it's the it's yeah. it's, it's, Wait, you know, it's not it's, a yes. Yes. So you know, like they have to be. They have to. But be they a, weren't that strong on their home planet. No. Because Krypton had a red sun, only um, yellow and blue like suns. Blue, blue sun like makes them go crazy and gives them the space cancer. Space cancer? Yes, they get sun. They get they get space. They get Kryptonian what's, cancer. What's space cancer? It's cancer for fucking super people. Okay, I'll stop asking about Superman. No, keep asking about him, <laughs> but it's. Well, it's, because it's not important essentially. Well, I mean, like, yeah, we can get we can, yeah as we we get back into. So don't Avengers. even get me, so don't even get me started there on the are, Daxamites. There are, the Daxamites there are, are really a fucking... There are dark timelines. Like, 
I know, is Injustice based off any comic, or is that just something that the video game kind of made up? The video game. The, Fucking go with that. Go balls out. Or Superman's actually. Well, okay. that was that was one of the bit that was one of the, that was one of the jokes that effectively got started. Is that we're actually in the dark. We're like the, the films are in the dark future, and like when they relaunch them, it's like the good, the good version of the Justice League comes and kicks all their asses and go back and then it's like oh by the way you were actually in the wrong movie all together you were in the wrong film series altogether. this is the one that you're supposed to be in so to reference that in this game uh, Injustice Gods Among, Among Us uh, the Joker gives Superman some like I don't know some hallucinogen or some shit like that he gives him space LSD yeah space LSD if you will what's it a blue sun it maybe. <laughs> you fed him a blue sun. So he tricks the Joker tricks uh, Superman into killing Lois Lane, who was pregnant with his child. That's some dark stuff. But it gets darker. So Superman loses his shit and is just like, you know what? I used to be give everyone a chance, don't kill. And Superman's like, fuck that. We're killing the bad guys from now on. And then it, there becomes this rift. They essentially kind of feels like they knocked out. They they knocked off a little bit the Civil War com comics from uh marvel but it's essentially like all these good guys some of them are like yeah fuck that we're done with this playing a nice guy shit and i was like no guys we can't just start fucking killing people we have to bring them to justice we can't like and it's just like this war between superheroes and dc and it's essentially it's batman versus superman which is what i kind of thought that movie was going to be like isn't that that just batman dead in seconds no, they they come up with a special Kryptonian drug <laughs> that gives them superpowers, so Alfred can po- pwn so, out. So Batman's on drugs, so yes, that he can have, fight they Superman. Special, they have special, they have special Superman pills and suits and shit like that. I mean, you know, Lex Lex Luthor always has the uh, Kryptonite brass knuckles and uh, you know the power suit. Superman versus Lego Batman, who wins? Well, I mean, Will Arnett. Like regular it's, Superman? It's, no, it's yeah. uh, or either Lego or. Superman. Batman always wins. Is there a Lego Superman? I don't fucking know. I'm sure the character exists. I don't actually think, I haven't th- seen I don't him yet, though. think there is. How about Princess Unikitty versus Lego oh, Batman? I don't know. That's too bad. I don't know what the fuck Someone that is. Someone's about to get wrecked. <laughs> what you don't know is that she's actually made entirely of kryptonite. Oh. Kryptonite Legos. Cool. Princess Unikitty started off as a like a character in the the Lego movie, and she's kind of turned into her own little side thing. She's got her own cartoon now. Yeah, she looks like somebody got the fucking unicorn Lego unicorn piece, and then like some pink arches and like shitty pieces from like I shouldn't call them shitty, but like pieces of lego from the girls legos and just put together something that almost looks like a weird cat but in the lego movie she gets really pissed off a couple times so i don't know maybe she'd be able to take on lego batman well as long as she, she can grow really small she can get, shrink down really small Fly up, straight up someone's butthole straight up someone's butthole and then really big so back to uh, oh problem solved. Rick and Morty apparently. <laughs> that's they they ordered seventy episode, new episodes. What's that? Seventy new episodes. Perfect. Great. Um, I like Rick seven and Morty. Zero. It'd be you say Rick and Morty has seventy new episodes. They ordered seventy new episodes of the show. 
Oh, like they signed on for seventy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Cause say, how do you drop seventy? But I guess like once DC yeah, has been shown the way by Marvel. Like they, the Marvel has paved the way, and I just wonder, is it a fundamental thing with their characters? Like fucking Aquaman. What the fuck good is Aquaman? I've never heard somebody be really excited about Aquaman. He fucking he swims and talks to fucking fish. Well, no, because the pro the problem is the problem is is that the 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 quintessential representation of Aquaman is the Super Friends. You know, like, I mean, you know, again, like you know, there, there's a whole there's a whole bit on it, but yes, is that I. Uh, I mean the the Jason Momoa portrayal of him was actually pretty decent, all things considered. Oh god! I mean, you know, I won't blame him because the writing was fucking terrible. But he, if he was more dude, bro, I don't know. I think I'm gonna vomit it. That fucking event, that that Justice League movie was shit. It was a, it was some. Well, I mean, like you know, everybody again. It was a whole bunch of people who weren't interested. You know, you got Zack Zack Snyder just keeps going back to the well of things that don't. I will leave out the name of the... Zack Snyder likes revels in everything that made 90s comics terrible. You know, darken, darken the darkening. I mean, it, it, you know, again, like, Aquaman... Aquaman's whole thing, besides, you know, uh, summoning the Kraken in, you know, a giant monster from the abyss, is that... the. You think of him like I'm gonna call some porpoises up, or I'm gonna call some tunas, and it's like, no, he's he's the dude who's basically in charge of keeping all the hell monsters down on the bottom of the ocean and all the people away from the hell monsters. Maybe it's the medium. Maybe it's just like you know, but that, that's, the underwater that's, that's, shit that I don't, know, I don't know. The, you know, again, it's 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 Superman, Superman and Batman are, are like tangibly like. They're, they're you know like, again they're easy to project the power fantasy onto you know like the, they're you know like the, the the ideation. I think Aquaman is a more interesting character if you take it to that extent. It's like yes, you know he basically there's this fucking unknown, unfathomable terror that lurks be- lurks below, and it's just this dude. It's basically it's just his job. It's not like you know he's not then, he's not okay. going king of Atlantis. You know all then that stuff. Why can't they just fucking copy Hellboy? And make a good fucking movie. No, see, that would be brilliant. That would be great, though. It's like, you know... It's... I like Hellboy. Right. See, I mean, and what's, like, so great about fucking Hellboy? I mean, he's he's this big red dude with, like, devil powers and a giant army. It's weird. You wouldn't it's think not, it'd work. It's not a great premise, really. It was just well executed. It, you knew... I don't, And I guess, what are those defining things? Why can't fucking DC do this with I anyone mean, like, but it, Batman? It, 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 and again, it's, it's... And even Batman, it's... I feel like the character gets old. Aquaman, as we go back, as like as I, as I try to make a case for Aquaman, even though I don't care, but like Aquaman, Aquaman is a perfect character to bridge this kind of like you have all this weird Tim Burton like gothic Lovecraftian magic shit. In the background, that go, you know, like Question. the DC, you know, like the like John Car- John Constantine, you know, the freaking all uh, swamp thing, all that, like the fucking the voodoo hoodoo stuff, yeah, that goes on that would have like you know that Marvel has basically made a point of that we are not going to go here, 
And it's not like it's not like it's not like Warner Brothers doesn't have the chops to deliver something like that on. Is they don't want to take the risk? Is that is yeah, that ultimately what it is? Yeah, it's because it's because the people who are in charge of it hate the fucking material that they work with. Well, that's sad then because they're not going to take these risks like Marvel, like like uh, Marvel and Disney has. Well, and it's why Warner Brothers. It's like why t- Warner Brothers is slowly but surely evaporating. Like and a good, plan. you know what? Like, Fuck them because their movies suck. They do, dude. I. I don't. I can't stress it how shitty and terrible most of your comic book movies are. They're awful. Don't get me wrong. There are some clunkers on the other side, but man, oh man! Like Thor: Dark World, I thought was pretty weak. But I'll take fucking Thor: Dark World over most of the pieces no, of shit you've put the, out the past fair. like three Thor years. Dark, Thor: Dark World had to happen so that you could get Ragnarok because Ragnarok is fucking great. And I guess here's the thing with Ragnarok: he's he's completely right. Thor: Ragnarok was great, and why was it great? Because somebody had the balls at Disney to say, "It's just weird. okay. It's let's, just a weird. Let's movie. do an eighty almost themed fucking space opera and fill it all with comedy. Bad shit, terrible hold, shit's hold, happening. Hold on, hold on. I'm still spinning. I'm spinning. Around. I, I want to make. I, I feel it's rude that we're having this conversation. And I'm not looking at you. Hold on. I gotta spin. I guess when he's having the argument with. Sutter oh yeah, in the yeah, yeah. Basement. Dude, it's it was fucking hilarious, and you cared. And the characters were, like, relatable. Or Doctor Strange fucking with them in space and time. Yeah, like, they just... There's not any chances taken, and I... I maybe... I, it's just there's so many levels of it, I wonder. But I guess, like, the the major point, to to take it back, I guess, to tie back into Thanos, right, from Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Thanos was, like... He it, sounds like the party pooper. He is the party pooper, I guess. But I the ho- fact ho- is, is he was, like, humanity is that- fucking eating itself alive it's essentially what's happening on this planet we're fucking multiplying by far too many the populations are going on uncontrolled and unchecked and what is like the planet trying to do it's trying to kill people off whether it be cancer aids or whatever like people do need to die we can't keep this rate up i hope those that remain remember you yeah and so what happens is it's all this movie is all about what they need to do to stop thanos and they fucking don't and he snaps his motherfucking fingers and Motherfuckers drop. They just, they're done. Now you said half half of everybody. Is it like, does Earth look like a half moon cookie? No, it's beings, living things, uh, living sentient beings, so, not like yeah, plants so, and it, stuff. It, it, anything anything with a quote unquote soul. Just every other? Is it just kind of fucking random? And that's the thing. It's completely random. Oh. He doesn't have any say I mean, over how or original, what happens. Except, you know, if you regard, disregard the fact that all the original Avengers somehow can be. But this survived. is in the universe, too, right? This is in the in the cinematic universe. Everyone, half of every sentient being dies, and it's not like he be, he gets to pick except, and choose. Except Ant-Man, who gets to tank it in the next movie. Because, you know what? He's like good Hawkeye. I don't know what you're saying. Ant-Man is best man. Not Superman. Ant-Man's the fucking, like... Uh, he's the nerdiest of all. Like, the, like and not only the nerdiest... Yeah, I get that, but if he was one of the 50%, he would have just fucking died, right? No, There's he, no exception. He doesn't. I don't know if he lives or dies, to be honest with you. They don't actually show him. Oh, you're saying they just don't tell you what happens to Ant-Man. Well, because he, he, he didn't show up much like Hawkeye. So, you know, like, Hawkeye may have been ignored. But I, I, go, back, I go back to the bit that, like... Uh, the, you know, not that it was in the after. Actually, there was one thing in the after credits there where they sent the distress call out. Yeah, it sounds but, pretty uh, risky from to kill off that many characters. Well, and this is where I'm. This is where I think, I think it's kind of bullshit. 
because everyone knew this kind of thing was coming, right? There was mm-hmm. a reckoning. I mean, hey, these guys are getting along on the tooth. They can only play these comic book characters for so long. But the fact is, is that what ruins it is that you know they're making a sequel. And because of the way the media is now, like, you know who's going to be in those sequels. Mm-hmm. It's You know they're not going to die. You know it's going to be some reversible bullshit. Oh. And so it didn't, like, I wasn't like, oh, my God. It was like, no, these fuckers aren't dying. There's no way that Spider-Man's done unless they had something really badass where, like, Peter Parker's, like, DNA was somewhere, his spider blood was somewhere, and Donald Glover got to be the new fucking Spider-Man because that would be badass. But anyway, <laughs> regardless, the pay I, I felt it was almost like cheap. Like it was like, this is how you do it. Right. It was you, you're saying that this is how you do it. You're saying that they took an opportunity and they ended up kind of abusing it for shock value because they're going to just take it back. They're going to just play the same bullshit where oh no they weren't dead well, or so you, really it's a reversible death here 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 is like and a I guess time here, here is effectively the thing though um, maybe you know again maybe it's not maybe you know again that they've they've been pretty good about like he's drinking the Kool Aid uh... Gunner's drinking the Kool Aid no, he thinks they might know, be dead they've they've kind of they've kind of been steering their you know they kind of been steering their own path I mean like it, it's not like it's not like they're super invested like they pick the best bits out of the comics that they want to I mean like you know everybody everybody has attempted to like stake a claim on what the Marvel master plan is and for the most part they've been pretty fucking wrong. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy three. Well, there's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. You know, like again, there, 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 there's a whole. We saw Cosmo, the 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 space dog. I mean, like you know, there's a whole, there's a whole other. Uh... I mean, I know, hey, Marvel's ballsy, but I don't think they're that ballsy. Yeah, you, you know, they could do the Annihilators. I, I just don't think Marvel's that ballsy. I, I mean. You've spent all this time and money to build these. They made a Star up. Wars movie where they killed every one of the fucking main characters off. Don't ruin it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, it's not Rogue One. Oh, you you kind of already knew what happened before Rogue One even started. You kind of already knew what happened. I mean, yeah, they made they made the fucking set. They made the Magnificent Seven as a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I mean. But going into that, you kind of already knew what happened. I don't. No, I, I don't care. I don't. You're saying like that they wouldn't do it. It's like they made a Star Wars movie where everyone that you had tried to establish an attachment to through the entire film was killed brutally and without remorse. And that's why I don't think that the all these characters are dead. I think they're like in some other dimension or some shit. Like he doesn't actually get to kill them; he just sends them to another dimension or some shit, like in the space stone or whatever. Or the Soul Stone. Soul Stone. Yeah, I think some of the character deaths will be will, might be permanent because they died in certain ways. We know for a fact Urgers Elba is dead, so yeah. that that guy's dead. He's done. He actually admitted that in like an interview. It, it, yeah, it's, it, well, you know, but it's it's hard, it's hard to survive the cold the cold hard vacuum of space. Thor but, did it, but he's got. Well, so so so, then, so 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 is uh, Balder, but uh, Heimdall, but you know, I mean, what the fuck. My other problem also was that they. It's like they brought in these kind of cameos. One's only coming to mind right now, but it was pointless almost. Like Peter Dinklage was in it. He's not a part of the MCU. And it was kind of like this cheap grab. I don't know. His character wasn't really necessary, and he actually did a shit job. Peter Dinklage is the... He's the... 
the guy from Game of Thrones, Tyrion Lannister. Right? Yeah, Tyrion yeah. Lannister. You said he brought he brought in a cameo, just as him, just as, as who? I'm sorry, not as himself. He was this. Uh, it's fu- oh, here's the funny thing. He was he's a dwarf, but he's actually like 15 feet tall. Okay. Like, he's like a he was a forge. He built uh, he built Thor's hammer before it was destroyed in Thor Ragnarok. Gotcha. So they have to find this. They have to forge this ultimate weapon that'll kill Thanos. Is so what so to you're do. so you're saying that they they crafted this cameo for ratings just because people all it could have been anyone it wasn't a super interesting thing and i just felt like he took away i don't know i mean like you know and you you're 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 open to your take too but i mean like you know again it, it that that isn't without you know again like, like you piece things to, you piece things together not that there's an ultimate bible or anything like that but well, actually there is an ultimate bible i shouldn't say that but it's that's not the first time that they've worked you know like they had the 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 the, the what are they, i don't know what they're even called in the norse the asgardian pantheon there but the, the dwarves because that's the they're the only people who can work with uru which is the the metal that milnyar and stormbringer are made from that's fine I mean, and, and i don't have a problem with them being in it it just felt like why is fucking peter dinklage here because he's popular, and because it was a buddy gig, and it was a cool, it was an excuse to hang out with some friends. I guess it's it was I don't know for some reason it irked me that he was in the movie. Why do they keep making Ocean's Elevens, you know, or Ocean's Thirteen, or Ocean's... yeah, that's the this this Ocean's Eight will be the last one. I can guarantee you that <laughs> no one's going to see that piece of shit film. When yeah, the Ocean's movies. When Julia Roberts pretended to be Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. And then, and and then she's then like, oh my gosh, have... I'll just go in there and pretend to be Julia Roberts because I look just like her. It's like you fucking are. You can't do that. I don't even know what you're talking about. I saw Ocean's Eleven, and that was enough for me. I think it was thirteen. It was bad. Oh Jesus! It was bad. She she would use her celebrity lookalike <laughs> advantage. Did they like? Yeah, it was really stupid. They fucking incept themselves, essentially. They, yeah, they pretty much incepted themselves. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of inception, um, what was that text that you sent me the other day? No, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about that. <laughs> is, is, is that too, is that too uh, mature? Yeah, I think we get then we get like to the to uh, we we border on X rated, but then we can transition into our next topic, which is well, since you just brought that up, then why don't we just transition there? Okay, we'll just transition <laughs> there. We'll talk about the text to, to, during another podcast. Yeah. So when Wade is not paying attention, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't know when it's he doesn't know when it's coming up. Well, I guess it'll be uh, suspenseful for me then. So our third topic, actually, Wade, you're the official announcer. You do it. You do a better job. Our yeah. third topic is uh, like how shitty we are at predicting things. Predicting the future. Predicting the future. Well, when you predict stuff, I guess it's always the future, right? That's what yeah, a prediction it just, is. It just sounds cooler. Okay. Predict the future In the instead of just predict. Like predict sounds too short. Yes, you need, you're you right. Need the word future on there. You're right. These are stories 
from the future. Yeah, it is interesting that the year 2000 there, that's Conan, right? Conan yes. O'Brien? Yeah, and he kept that going after the year 2000 had passed, right? Mm-hmm. He kept those skits going. That was very funny. So, Gunnar, yeah, this is your topic. So we get to just dump it onto you. Tell us what you... Uh, you know, we're, we're, you know, and we kind of... We're, we're, as much as much as we navel gaze and and appreciate the aroma of our own farts, as it were, from our previous discussion here, because it's like you know it, it, he's talking about how deaths aren't permanent. You're talking about like the future of uh, personal computing. It's just funny that effectively every time someone has attempted, more often than not, I have not seen someone be able to successfully make a guess on the way things are going to go i'm nasal gazing at you as you're talking i know like i i you know and again it's it, it, it's funny because like to a certain extent when when i should be being productive i read about horrible things that have yet to happen because mm-hmm. you know somehow i need to feel in control of my life and what better way to do that than you're fucked and here's why you know it, it it's We're the, all doomed. We're all doomed. We're all doomed. And here, are, here, here, here. Good night, folks. Hey, yes. <laughs> we're, we're, they, people hate it. Because, people hate it because you're doomed. I because like, you have this one easy trick that really screws up their day. I feel like we give up sometimes. We're like, hey, um, there's going to be hoverboards in the future. And then the future comes and we're like, what's that fucking cool thing that he's on with two wheels? We're like, let's call it a hoverboard. Yeah, yes. I, I think we try. I mean, I think it's good to try and predict like super futuristic stuff, but at the same time, it's good because you set goals, right? We all want like, but I mean, at this point, if you told people back in the fifties, like, oh, it's twenty eighteen, they'd be like, oh man, the flying cars. How are they? How are the personal mm-hmm. jetpacks? How are the well, yeah, like but, but, Pokemon Go has a button called augmented reality. You're just fucking. You just have like a video stream of what you're looking at in the background while you're catching a Pokemon. Like it's just no, it's not augmented. Like they try to make him look like he's on the ground, but we're like using these terms before they're actually happening. Like artificial intelligence, it's, I, I don't believe any machine has passed the Turing test, right? Well, I mean, if you if you exclude all those uh, freaking deep mind uh, StarCraft two doom matches that they've been having it like slip into it as of late, what? It fucking it freaks Google, me out. Google, Google, Google has been having uh, DeepMind basically sneak on to the StarCraft II multiplayer servers, mm-hmm. like just as just as an open experiment, and, and kicking like working, ass. It's been working. It's it's been working its way up the rankings. Yeah, but isn't that kind of like? And correct me if I'm way fucking off. Isn't Google jumping into StarCraft or whatever, saying, "Hey, look, we can kick your ass." Isn't that just like the next version of chess? Yeah, definitely. Well, like no, when, it, when you ch- look at ch- possible ch- outcomes, how is it that much different? Is you really depend that much on on behavior? No, it's a set. It's a set. No, well, no, no. So, so it, like, you know, like when we go to Deep Blue or something like that. You know, like when IBM did their first original thing. Actually, it's funny that you talk about this because Deep Blue is that Watson you're talking about. Well, that's the that's what Watson's derived from. Yeah, mm-hmm. Deep Blue is the first. Deep really Blue is, Deep Blue is the one that one. IBM built to f- go up against uh, Kasparov, the Russian chess, chess master. Like, but 
that was that based on a dictionary model. Effectively, it's like here here's all the possible permutations of what I can go through. Here's an analysis of what's the most likely outcome. And you know whether you whether you, you know, and this gets into the whole concept of like you actually have to start mathematically proving certain decision trees, like whether you want to verify. Where deep is different is deep mind is actually doing inferences based on someone's previous behavior. Like you know, it, it's using all of these to come to a decision because it's not it's not per, you know like it gets this get. There's a certain breakdown of how much you think like people have the illusion that they're more random than they really are. So they think that their behavior is much more complex than it really breaks down to. But um. Deep. I knew you were going to say that. What? <laughs> I knew. I'm just fucking with you. Are you? Because I knew you were going to say that. Oh, no, it's essentially it's it does what any computer does. It picks up. No, computers patterns. do not pick. Pa- pa- computers are terrible at picking up patterns. Computer <clears throat> software software is kind of okay at it, but computers are absolute dog shit. You, I'm talking I'm just to, trying to process what you're saying right now. <laughs> I'm I'm talking like in layman terms. Well, so, so the DeepMind is DeepMind's a little different because it it learns in the same way that a physical brain starts to. We don't. I mean, how do we know that? We know so little about the human well, brain. Because, I mean, like. Whether you, uh, there are certain things that probably can't be publicly discussed because there's massive international, like there's massive uh, international and ethical implica- like law and ethical implications that come across from it because you're not supposed to be experimenting on that shit. But uh, I mean, like they've put mice brains together outside of mice bodies, and they've put human, they've made complete mouse central nervous systems with human brain cells. And I mean, like, you know, you, you can, you can, you know, uh, right. But s- cell replication and understanding well, it, what, what it's, be, what it's building are slightly different, right? Well, it, it's so in this, this kind of, this kind of gets it because the part of the, part of the problem is that our only non-destructive technique at this point for peeking around on what's going on in the old think, thinking goo is functional uh, magnetic resonance image. So basically, you're looking where the brain starts kicking up me- metabolically to figure out where what parts are getting. I, I know what you're saying, like monitoring the brain, but like if you think about something that we could reproduce with computers, like let's say an ant colony, right? Mm-hmm. With an ant colony, we could probably get pretty close, e- even in a computer simulation where. Each ant has its own um, role, I guess, its own job. Function. Yeah, and they can group together. They can handle, they they have communication techniques. Some of them go fucking AWOL because that's what happens just in nature. The penguins Some of them get diseases. They react to diseases. They have their own concept of an, of a, of an immune system because the ants are weird, right? Because they're like... They're a colony, but they're like they're like a superorganism. So they're like a whole bunch of small organisms acting as one large organism. But we could probably simulate that with software. So when when you talk about like like reproducing some of the the like the 
the pathways inside a mouse, we aren't talking about mice here, right? We're talking about artificial human intelligence. Well, so animal intelligence this, this, may not be as difficult to simulate. Well, it's this, this weird this, fucking this, problem we have with humans where we got to talk to each other and we got to kill each other and we got to follow religion and we got to be greedy. These A lot of these things that don't exist to that scale. And even more, like, we want to get the fuck off the planet? Like, is that just, like, do you think that's just because we're smart enough to know we're on a planet? Or do you think it's like our desire to uh, boldly go, our desire to, 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 to well, actually know more well, than he, what we are? What is it? Uh, I don't know if he, um, you guys, not either of you guys ever read uh, like Isaac Asimov back in back when you were in like high school or even now? I don't think so. You ever hear, ever hear of the thing called the three laws of robotics? Um. Is that part of the alien? It might have been. Mythos? It might. It might have been slightly referenced, but there's this idea that effectively robots are robots' behavior was constrained in the the Asimov stories by a robot may not harm or through inaction allow harm to occur to a human. A robot may a robot may must not disobey. You know, or contravene or disobey an order from a human unless it would violate the first law. A robot must protect its existence unless it would contravene. You know, protect its own existence unless it would contravene. Whatever. And uh, there's there's a gentleman by the name of Mark Tilden who uh, uh, was more famous for designing. You know, like he's kind of famous for designing like the Robo Sapien toys and all that stuff, like the, the robot Raptors and that kind of those deals. But uh, you know there was Tilden's laws, which is that protect thy protect, uh, protect thy ass, feed thy ass, get thy ass to better real estate, and it's really it's it's a it's a, it, if you break it down, it's a function of all biological life, anyways. Which is that you know like I don't want to die, I don't want to die, so I got to eat. I need to get to a better place so I can eat and die less. You forgot about fucking. Well, same difference. That gets into the whole that that's that that's that uh what's his face there Richard Dawkins the selfish gene stuff but one thing uh, one theory you probably know it but um our dear friend Deke shout out to Deke um was explaining it to me once and I, I'm not going to explain it properly but it was the idea that the it's actually the DNA that wants to yep that wants to reproduce it's the uh, richard the, dawkins the, yeah the, 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 the idea of the selfish gene yeah the selfish gene right which is why you care a little bit about your kids and you care like a little bit less about your grandkids and a little bit less about your great grandkids and it's because they don't have the full your full uh dna right it's like pieces of it because it's combined right what's what's that theory thing no that 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 again that's that that's that selfish gene mm-hmm um, because you are you are just you are just a vessel upon which this particular sequence of, of uh, chromosomes is getting passed down to uh, whoever. Right. But it, it, so, and maybe going back to that Google thing is that it's not it's not a one per one emulation. But I mean, like you know, you you do. And I'm not saying that DeepMind. I'm not saying that DeepMind is an actual what they, what they call. It. So there's like. 
there's uh there's structured artificial intelligence which is like you're you know like in it, that's kind of a misnomer in and of itself but it's like siri like when you're talking to it and it's siri's wanna, not that smart siri's not that smart she she kind of sucks well no but it, but you know like they're, they're she was they're, good like five years ago now she still says let me show you a, a, a cert, the search results for that question but you know, or or um, Google tuning its search results or something like that. You know, it's where it's 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 a very context limited problem. And then they have what they call a general artificial intelligence, which is effectively something along the lines of where you're saying, where it's like I can, I have a computer, I have a I have a, I have a software stack that effectively can in- process information and come to decisions upon its own volition, in the same way that a human being does or even like an animal you know like you know like a self or primate you know like a, like a chimpanzee or like like a monkey or, or like a not a monkey like a dolphin or or a dog see my problem with with the the whole fight for artificial intelligence is it seems like we're stacking more software on top more knowledge on top of something that is not intelligent to begin with and the reason that i put it that way is that if you have if you have a fucking living organism like a tree, right? You have a living organism like a mouse, and you have a living organism like like a human. The human is going to grow to be what we would consider artificially intelligent because it was baked into the way that it thinks. It was fucking born intelligent, right? It didn't. It's it it, it didn't become intelligent by reading books. Well, it didn't become intelligent by. But by, by, by reprogramming the software, it already was. And its exposure to the world makes it useful. But the intelligence was already fucking there. Well, you, it was yeah, but capable you, of, of identifying itself. You, 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 you know, and you say that, but, you know, like, I'm, I think we've had these, I think we've had these conversations before, too. It's like, you, you, you've made that observation with, with your kids is that you, but, you know, like, you can see as cognitive capabilities like start coming in it's, like it's you're, so you're, young you're you watch you watch the behavior of a child change in near real time as like you, you watch these developmental milestones hit and maybe back so back to your and i guess really because this kind of relates to that flying car thing is where we're pe- people the problem what you know, I look at all this terrible stuff about the future, and the only thing that kind of keeps me, the only thing that lets me get up in the fucking morning, <laughs> because I, you know, people make a very compelling case, but I think it's also because, like, we all want to, you know, like, we have this, like, Thanatos death urge that, like, we're tempted with, you know, like, because, you know, I'm, you know, I have to, I have to, I have to, I, I, I love, I love watching all my freaking YouTube feeds start slowly in my suggestions. Oh, the economy's going to collapse. Oh, fucking biological warfare. All oh, the fucking rich are going to come and take your and steal your teeth for, for, for flowers. So what's the shit. only thing that keeps you getting out of bed? The only thing that keeps me getting out of bed is how fucking terrible we are actually describing problems correctly because, you know, the, the, the flying car or the airplane. It's like, you know, for the most part, even though we know it's a terrible practice, anytime we try and project something out, more often than not, like 99.9% of the time, we do the equivalent of thinking that we're going to build a 747 by making a Robin, a Robin like 90 times the size it actually is right now. Like we just, we, 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 don't, we don't ask the right questions 
from the get-go and we just get fixated we, we get fixated on trying to solve the question instead of See, this finding is, the answer to the question but that's like that really easy for you to say and for anyone to say in this position that you're in now like because the question isn't like well could you have how would you have thought about it it's like at the time we're given these parameters well, and we kind of try to figure out the best that we could you right know, like this is why I think artificial intelligence is a strange path to go down the, the way that they've been doing it because all it is is it's one fucking strand of DNA. That's all it takes. That's the only thing you need to create a fucking human. So to make an artificially intelligent human, you just need to copy the fucking DNA. Well, you know, everything is in there. Every single outcome that you could ever have inside a human is in one strand of every human, a fucking a hair follicle that's left behind, a, you know, the spit. It, it contains the actual instructions for everything you're ever going so to need to be intelligent. So my question is, do we really want... I mean, who gives a fuck about AI? Why aren't we trying to... Put our robots consci- are cool. Yeah, but why aren't we trying? No, fucking robots aren't cool. Robot. Well, robots are cool. I take that back. Robots are pretty fucking cool. But I knew you were Ro- going to say are that. Are they robots or I robots? I knew you were totally right. going to say that. So, but like, fuck AI. Start developing shit to insert our consciousness into these machines or places so that we don't consume nearly as many resources, and we're not worried about breaking bones and shit like that. We're just well, are you, are, transcend I, I, our like these physical bodies, I know, guess. And we don't goes, need artificial intelligence. This goes to a point of how like totally not well-adjusted I am because I was having a conversation with one of my coworkers today. About like you know one of these at some point we decide we finally get the AI working and it's like really it's it's just a matter of time till it decides to just like mile down the entire planet and convert us all to copy. But how do we how do we not the smart equivalent of vibranium? But, but Gunnar, how do you know that we aren't? How do you know that we aren't what happened when? A computer figured out how to inject itself inside DNA. We we do we inject shit into the DNA already. Is right? forty two. A lot. It is forty two. A lot of our food is is created better than it was before because they figured out how to inject just the right DNA strands in. Well, this, this, Which, there's some people out there like some Mercola fans that are like, "Fuck you! I'm not eating your corn with." You mean the one Roundup. that we domesticated how many thousands, <laughs> with, you know, hundreds of years ago? But how do we know that we aren't just we aren't just something that injected themselves into a gene and the, gave us the properties what the, they were looking the, for? How do are, we know are, we are, are, are not you, artificial intelligence? Are you, are you saying that we are the children of the progenitors? Yeah. The first ancestral beings? Well, for something. Well, you no, know, but, it, you know, it, it's... How do it's, we know? I, 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 you know, like, again, you know, it, it's this... You talk about predictions, because I, I I I think sometimes that it's you know like or was it Neil, Neil there was a I'm trying to what the heck talk conference it was you know Neil deGrasse Tyson and all his uh, super smart TV science buddies but there was there was something like uh, someone had they were they were all on stage together they were having like this general discussion. And someone asked them, um, like, what were what were some of the big problems still left to solve in science? And someone threw out like intelligence, and that was like, you know, everybody's having this like argument back and forth on it. And I just, it's one of these first, you know, like, 
not that Neil deGrasse Tyson is not like a super smart guy anyways, but it was like one of the first times that I heard like a, a legit Carl Sagan kind of reflection moment because he's like, you know, you ever think that maybe the reason why we haven't figured that shit out yet is because we keep asking the wrong question? Like, you know, like we, we, we have, we, we have not adequately described what intelligence really is because I kind of, I kind of fall into the camp that it's an outgrowth of, um, it's, it's, it's a very mechanistic process where, you know, you talk about your selfish gene and stuff like that. Cause selfish gene is, uh, is effectively. That's every living organism. That's every living organism, but it's more a, than it's, intelligent it's, it's, it, organisms. Well, no, but, but the, 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 so the self genes themselves, if you start getting into the math that represents that, cause you know, you talk about, you talk about this idea of that there's some infinitesimal per, you know, like you have some, you have some block of information that effectively causes this thing to, to coagulate and grow, develop into this, this, this bigger system. And I kind I kind of am partial to this idea that effectively life is an attempt at the universe to encapsulate ent- entropy into the smallest pot, you know, like entropy into the smallest possible package so it can put off, you know, it can put off the end as long as it can. I, I've wondered the same thing, actually. Um, I've wondered if, you know, entropy is on such a huge scale. Entropy, you know, is... Um, nobody, nobody, nobody can leave. Nobody can break even. Nobody can quit the game. Yeah, entropy is entropy is change, right? And right now, the universe that we're in, right? We're getting we're getting into universe shit now, which I love. <laughs> um, and I guess it kind of has to do with the future. Um, just we just won't be around to see it. But yeah, entropy, right? You got these planets that are moving further and further away. You got suns that are breaking down. But it's on a huge scale, and I was thinking about that too. If if life is because there's no there's no micro form of entropy, it's a way to um, it's a way for entropy to happen on a small scale as well. I, I wonder I wonder that as well. And, you know, and I guess it's really you know, and it's 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 just but it's it's the, turtles all it's turtles all the way down where you start stacking stuff. But if that's the case, it, it is that. Does that mean that the universe itself is an organism? Well, you know, and again, Kumbaya crystal, you know, because you argue about whether you can we can make artificial earth intelligence, is, right? but really the, 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 yeah, the, the effective... A, just an organism with fucking mi- microorganisms, just well, like we are. Like our, you know, we just have, we had a bunch of little microorganisms mi- micro that combine to make us. Well, you know, and again... So that, how does the earth reproduce? Plastic. No, it, I mean, like, you know, vibranium, it, vibranium, vibranium, uh, reverbium, computronium. See, when a mommy computronium and a daddy vibranium get together, and maybe somebody slips some, slips some, some uh, reverbium, magic things happen, and Earth is born. I'm steering this another direction. Um, There's no steering. We popped the wheel off that. We popped the wheel off this picture a while ago. Take the wheel, Jesus. Just not that one. <laughs> if Jesus, is my if Jesus is my co-pilot, who's flying the fucking plane? So I want you to think back. You can go back twenty years if you want. Like when you were seventeen, eighteen years old, maybe even sixteen, and you imagined 
You can go further. Like you can go not even that far back, or you can go even, as far as you want in your life. You can go back fucking three years ago, and you imagined like some futuristic invention or somewhere that maybe you thought we would be. What is your biggest disappointment as far as, or what is not nearly as far along as you really thought or hoped would be as far along? What technological marvel or advance? Uh, which who wants to go first? I mean, in a very real sense, uh, my internet is actually slower than it was back 20 years ago. That's not really a dream. It's just a reflection of reality. Um, it's a very sad reality. Let's see. What do we, what do we got? Uh, well, I mean... I didn't, real, I didn't realize how... Is it, I, th- I thought we would have had, like, a lot more cool uh, Ghost in the Shell style tech, and never mind like the hard problems of solving that stuff. I didn't realize how much uh, bullshit navel gazing financial instrument invention was going to like suck up the productive wealth of planet Earth. That's how I feel about the internet. Um, I would say my biggest disappointment is what the internet turned into. Yeah, it went from like a really open place. Where you'd meet people across the world Pack to the, this very the planet, man. Yeah, to this very, very. Um, what, what's really happened with the internet is it's kind of brought us back to just it's just a replacement for the interactions we would have already had with the, these people. It, it it is easier to talk to some of the other on the other side of the planet, but not as randomly. Right, like Facebook says, these are people that you may know because they're friends of your fucking friends. It's like, come on, you asshat! Why can't you recommend people because they might like things that I like? Because that's how the internet started, right? You, I mean, I know Napster ripped off fucking music, but what was awesome about Napster is you could find somebody that had things that were similar. They liked things that were similar. You'd find out about musicians that you didn't even know, you wouldn't even have known um, had existed if it weren't for uh, for Napster because you find one song on this guy's list and you could just crawl through his collection. How fucking cool is that? I mean, it still exists. You know, you still have like the deviant art is still out. I mean, it was that it's been around for a long time. I even think the style, or uh, no, wrong, wrong one. Uh, uh, Newgrounds. I even think uh, Newgrounds is still around, and you could share some of your stuff on there. But they're they're not nearly, not even a fraction as popular as the Instagrams and the Facebooks and the Twitters that are kind of, in my opinion, I feel are very controlling over. How we outreach. Yeah, everyone's a cynical cunt. No one wants to be like a decent person. They just would rather be protected because they're really like petrified of exposing who they really are and being rejected. They all want to be a celebrity for 15 minutes. I think we've established that for the most part there's a good reason for that fear. The last, (laughs) like the last two or three years. Most people, most people are shit. I... Most people have overwhelming I don't think periods most of shit. People I don't think most shit. people are shit. And I think when the, do you remember the, like the most internet people, and its most heyday? People, most people, most, uh, well, you know, and I, maybe it's, maybe it's just a framework. I think it's, no, I definitely, I agree with that. Like the fucking media, everywhere you see, it's just like fucking shit stories and bullshit. It's all negativity and it's easy to be negative And I fall into that trap quite a bit, but like the internet used to be like this exciting place. Like well, you could no, meet but, anybody. Y- y- well, no, so, y- the thing is you can, you can still do that now. Uh, but, 
uh, unfortunately, uh, due to due to the unique way that social media is structured, uh, more than half of them may not actually be real people to begin with, you know. Uh, and it, it's just it's it's easy it's easy to get validation for all of the all of the stu- you know it's the it's what is it Jim Carrey used to refer to it is like the 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 voice inside your head that told you not to stick your finger in the fan while it was running and some people just can't hear it and the inter you know like uh the the internet just it, like magnifies that 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 ability to tune that voice out because you just have all these other bullshit ones that are kind of cheering you on that's an awesome point and i think maybe that's what happened like the internet was this really great and interesting place until everyone realized like there's actually no repercussions here. I can be a complete douchebag and it won't matter. The greater internet theory. And they encourage each other. Yeah. Yeah. People encourage each other. Like fuck him. Fucking tell, I told him off. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's almost like, um, and I hate to use the term high school because I think that people use it a little bit too freely to talk about, uh, micro drama between social group. And I don't think I, I don't like it because it's kind of like saying, "Hey, I'm, I'm better than that microdrama." In reality, the microdrama will always exist. I don't, lo- I, I don't like people calling it high school because it's not. It's just fucking social life. It's just the way that it works. But, uh, but yeah, I feel like like that type of that type of high school attitude, right? Where you'd rather look cool by telling somebody off than look intelligent by fixing the conflict. Yeah, it's basic bitch shit is what it is. That has been welcomed by the adults publicly. Whereas before it would happen with the adults, like, you know, I I go to work and these fucking people, they talk about picking up dog shit and putting it back into their neighbor's yard, right? They just picked up the shit. Why didn't you just fucking throw it out? Right. And have a conversation with the neighbor. Yeah, go have a fucking conversation with them. And I, I know there's people out there right now that are like, Oh, no, I did that. I've talked to my neighbor. They still let the dog shit in the yard. Okay, well, I guess at some point you have to you have to take it into your own hands. <laughs> no pun intended. But you have to take the problem into your own hands, and, and maybe you do have to, to put the dog shit back on their yard. I don't know if that's the right way to do it. But I feel like like it's the initial reaction now with people. is The, the first reaction is to pay them back instead of talk to them. You know, instead of resolving conflicts, they it's it they feed off of the drama, and I feel that the social media is really is really doing that. So that to me is a disappointment. Um, I didn't think that the future of the internet would be would be a, a bunch of polar polarized fucking memes uh, being shared to people's walls and people arguing over over politics and religion and shit that really seems like you wouldn't bring it up in a normal social setting, but we're just fucking dumb now. I like kind of want to like ask, <laughs> I, I want to call my mom right now and like ask her like, man, when you were like my age, when you were in your like mid late thirties, did you think like everyone just fucking sucked? Like right. everything is shit. Right. And it's pointless. I feel like there's this, I, I feel, I mean, that's, you know, you, you struggle with depression and stuff like that, but it's like Gunner kind of said something, and it's kind of like, man, I wouldn't have agreed with that ten, well, maybe f- ten, fifteen years ago, before the internet, and now I'm like, yeah, I can understand why he thinks people are fucking shit because everyone is kind of an asshole because 
because of social media. And it's like these personalities they've projected with zero fucking ramifications, zero like real life ramifications are happening. Like, because the fact is, is like zero ramifications to them, but serious ramifications to the people that are reading those messages. Because those people reading those fucking messages are getting stressed out. We literally, we their literally, health is declining. We literally put 4chan trolls in charge of the United States of America. For the lulls, man. But yeah, fuck, the, your, the, fuck your feelings. The internet is definitely one thing that to me is disappointing. Um, I thought that it would be better. Um, the other, the other thing I would say is healthcare. When I twenty years ago, I really expected a magic pill to fix all problems, and I, I know that sounds stupid. It's called a nine kill. Oh, it was, well, that's gonna get dark. <laughs> that was gonna get fucking dark. Oh, well, uh, but, but yeah, no, but it, I know there's no magic pill, but carousel, carousel. But there does seem to be a major holdback by the healthcare industry. Um, t- t- it rejects holistic treatments blindly, right? It, what I mean by that is it's not a normal conversation right now to go to your doctor and him to say, um, yeah, you know what? You're, uh, you're having stomach issues um, and it's because your stomach is overproducing acid. Go back home and have a, have a tablespoon of... A- apple cider vinegar or something like that. That's not a conversation, even though, it, and that may be a bad example, but you know, you, you extend it to vitamins, you extend it to, uh, to, you know, circulation. How many people do you know were diagnosed with depression when there's a good chance that there was more than depression affecting them? They may have had health problems. They may have had relationship problems. And, I feel like 20 years ago, if we could have looked forward, we could have said, well, you know what? Modern healthcare, people will be healthier than they are now. But I, I don't feel like, the, at least in the United States, it may be different in other countries. I don't feel that's something that I think if we looked forward, we would have expected that fucking shit that happens on Star Trek where they come around with a wand and they wave it over you and your fucking wound is healed. But we, we don't even seem like we have a good view on our existing health. We got these fucking Fitbits that everybody's wearing on their wrists. But I don't know of anybody who said, hey, thanks to my Fitbit, I am no longer in risk of diabetes. Because I, the Fitbit made sure that I didn't do things that would spike my fucking insulin levels. I didn't, I didn't affect it. You know, you talk about the Fitbit thing. I didn't, I didn't think that all of this computer stuff was going to be used to wage, to, to directly wage in combat against me. You know, like, you, you know, like well, one of the things they talk, you know, like your, your future thing, like automation and stuff like that. You know, like the, the we, 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 we've kind of, we've spoken offside, outside of this, like the whole humans need not, humans need not apply problem. But it hasn't quite happened yet, but we're, we're, the insurance industry is fucked. Like you know, never mind like healthcare being ridiculously expensive and stuff like that. When they're they can spy on you in real time, and you, you like you know you you kind of work you work insurance. You know how the whole concept of like aggregate pool, aggregate risk pools work. 
you know, like you say, everybody, everybody within this age age demographic, and here, you know, like here, here's the cost, here's the cost to run a, a policy. It's called legal discrimination. Yes, but like when when you effectively structure it so that it's not it's not affordable unless you go to this, you know, like we already we we kind of already made the jump when we got rid of the cattle, you know, what they call it the quote unquote Cadillac plans. Yeah, we have an interesting. Um, so I have Blue Cross through my. Uh, through my current employer, my day job, and one of the things that they do is they offer um, they offer a uh, I believe it's a rebate or it might be a full blown membership. If you want to go to a gym, then they'll reimburse you for all or part of it. Yeah, I've got that. However, they will only reimburse you if you can prove to them that you've been going. Uh, that's not what mine is. Mine is just, they just need a receipt to show that you signed up. They show that you signed up. I wish it were that way because I have months that I have time to go and I have months that I certainly do not have time to go, although I should always make time uh, to work out. But But that to me is an interesting thing because... So when do they start tracking what your Fitbit's saying, your your, your, your total number of miles traveled and, you know, it's like... Yeah, and it's like, well, yeah, sure, you're gonna pay for it. Oh, we 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 have if you we have know you, I'm going. We have we have you purchasing gonna... food at this location. This is this is you know in, in aggregate we're seeing you know like we estimate that you have a rise of so much in your free serum cholesterol or something like that, or this is what your blood pressure would have spiked I mean, to. I mean, it, a good portion of the United States lives. People live in areas where they can't easily exercise during certain months of the year, right? Because it's fucking bitter cold outside. Move. How? Go, go, how go, is live, it, go live somewhere that's sweaty. How, how is it that that we've <laughs> that there is not a public resource to fucking go on a treadmill in fairly moderate climate? Move better. Move to a better place. Why is it a stop subs- living in shit? Why is it a subscription service? In order to just walk on a fucking treadmill, or or, or quit being a crybaby, and when you when you drop, give it, you know let let someone in a better social class have your organs so that they can better society. Fulfill your duty, citizen. So I, I would say that's one of my disappointments. Is the I thought the dystopia. I thought that if we were going to live in a hellhole like cyberpunk dystopia, you know, at least we would have like cyborgs and robots instead of like fucking boring. Middle class management. At least we would have had each other. We don't even fucking have that right now. Every like, how did we get Decker? All these, oh, like, uh, God, uh, Shadow. mm, I feel like Wade needs a Shadow Run now. Yeah, I really fucking do. My mouth (laughs) hug. My wiener. (laughs) Your weenus. You you thought that you would what? Did 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 you predict that your weenus would have been uh? would have been less less i got nothing i really don't this is you should try i should do not. more gunner do what was it melania's thing do, do do better be better i don't i don't know i mine were way more I, basic than your guys although the internet one is actually really really good now that i've thought about it Oh God! People the internet, are just cons. The internet super, the internet super highway. Just don't you has remember so much potential? Don't you remember like getting super excited, like logging on to AOL and like mm-hmm. chatting with people and like seeking people out? Now it's like, yeah, 
I don't even know. It's it's just got Welcome. it's it turned so bad. I feel like you I've, got mail. I feel like there's Welcome. there's a chat service there's a chat service called Discord and it's predominantly used by gamers. Um, I know I, some of my coworkers use it to um, to organize raids. Although I hate to use that word for the game Pokemon Go, <laughs> but they they use it to organize a raid for Pokemon Go. I don't like using the word raid because they aren't actually fucking fighting anything. It's really dumb, but <laughs> not the game. The game, the game is whatever. It's just a fucking scavenger they hunt. They get tore up. But they use Discord to do it, and uh, to me, Discord is like the modern version of the AOL chat rooms. I've used Discord not extensively. I don't fucking get it. How do I mean? Maybe I'm just not using it correctly, but it doesn't seem like there's much of a search function or. Well, that's one of the big <laughs> problems with it, Wade. Is that back in the AOL days, you could kind of browse all chat, right, rooms, chat rooms as if they yeah. were public, and yeah, and these interests or whatever. Like you the, could. The problem is, is that with with Discord, you Discord was really centralized around a video game. So what you do is, if you were going to play a video game and you did need to do a raid or you need to communicate with your team, then you'd use either the chat service for that video game or your clan would just start its own discord server. Um, and I say server loosely. It's so just it's the same room. problem that you, you already have to be in a group. You kind of already have to be in a group. That's really the issue with discord right now. But the whole randomly meeting people on the internet doesn't really happen at all. Anymore. It doesn't exist. It's non-existent. And that's like, and also let's be honest, like, we were much younger then. Our optimism was probably significantly higher because this- it was it was the wild west back then. Yeah, it really was. Well, no, yeah. So, and then maybe here here is the other thing too is that uh, how much of it is the circumstances have changed, and how much of it is that effectively we really have aged out. That's totally possible. You know, like I, I, I kind of, I kind of bump into this now. You know, I kind of bump into this now where I'm, you know, it's like it ain't, fu- it ain't fucking uh, to catch a predator kind of shit. But it's like I'm having a conversation, whatever. It's like, oh wait, I'm like 14 years older than you. This is, this is, this is a weird. Yeah, no, there's make, definitely an age it, problem. If it comes, if it comes up, and it's like you're old, it's like what the fuck are you doing here? And it's like, oh, yeah, there's man. definitely an age problem. Yeah, number one, like you said, we're at an age where we are creepy on the internet. If we're talking to randos, right? It's okay if a if if like teenagers are reaching out to teenagers on the internet because that's that's a similar age. Yeah, at our age, it starts to look weird. It's like, well, if this guy's in his thirties, what the fuck is he doing reaching out to but, random people but, on the but, internet? But the other thing is, is that effectively, it's it's also you know, it's like did we did we you know listen to boohoo fucking boohoo, but. Did we just ca- get caught in this weird thing where effectively we're in the middle of this like transition period where like you know the the the, con- the presence of constant global telecommunication is effectively made well no you don't you don't have like an age out you know gr- groups are always changing well it's, that's the other interesting part right is that the internet allows you to never age out and you're right um, but the, the other thing too is at least in my, speaking for myself at my age I I got the family I got the two jobs. I got, you know, whatever hobby we're, we're doing for, for that time period. It used to be um, our little music thing, and now it's this podcast thing. I don't have fucking time to jump into a chat room and try to make, I, I hate to say it, but I don't have enough time to make new, new friends on the internet right now. So, yeah, I think, I think in some ways we have aged out. I think, it, well, it's a weird thing, right? Because this is brand new. We were the first 
to be essentially of age or at an age where like, we no, could. Ex- I mean, like there was the BBS thing, but that's also like a very that was a very self-selecting audience. You know, like it was it was just hardcore. PBS is the early bulletin, bulletin board systems that predated yeah. AOL, and like, they were very they were very popular that? as well. But but wait to your point, yeah, we were the first. We were the first that experienced it. We we're the saw... first generation to really be electronic. Yeah, chatting, and, and it's kind of like it's now. It's like it, before it was. You are like the you are taking the quantum leap. You are going to this new space. You are going to this new area that wasn't really there. And now it's almost like, well, now you're a little too old for that. So just go to your family and your your friends, and go to church and meet people there. And that's how you're gonna that's how you're gonna have to connect now. When that's not how we essentially well, came you know, into but, our you know, own. And, and it's also like even doing even, the, even even the people here who are functional adults. You know, it's the Japan has this whole thing where I can't what the uh, you know because. Japanese is like German. They they have words that are like very. English is not very big on the whole conceptual word. They have words that describe emotion. Well, you know, or specific emotions. Yes, because you know, like, but can't walk away from a car accident. That's a, there's a German word for that. You know, that's what he's getting Schoen, Schoen, or whatever. But the the in in Japan. They've had the, you know, like, they basically had what they call the lost decades, which is that they had this crash, they had this economic crash at the late in the late 80s that Japan's gross domestic product basically tanked and has not risen in something like 20, 25 years now. And you have this whole, you have these whole swaths of people, you know, like in America's kind of hitting it now too. Where you have this whole, you have these whole like generations of people who effectively just never got into the whole, rat. They were never even, they never even got a chance to get into the economic rat, you know, like the rat race routine. So that you're expected to go do the, the nine to five job, you know, or the eight to seven o'clock job, you know. They and, couldn't afford a being in a what's like the traditional lifestyle yes like, there 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 there's the con, there's the conflicting goals of there was no room in the inn as it were to let them get there but they're also that's exactly what they're supposed to be aspiring to and it's part of where all of these like J- japanese pop culture at least in the west is very much informed by that and i wonder if it's one of these things where it's like we're just starting to catch on too. like the the internet came around in america at roughly the start of this time period where like you know the the idea of you know like our, our ours is the 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 start of that generation where effectively one we're never going to do better than our parents really oh it's when we you know, we were the we're first in, ones to start uh, you know, absorbing like the, fucking mortgages as student loans essentially yeah you know, like we're, we're, you know, and I mean that that's that's you know that thing. Like I make that crack is like I thought I thought our dystopian fucking cyberpunk future was gonna you know, where's never mind the Blade Runner cars. I want I wanted I wanted like VR like real VR and stuff like that. And it was I was gonna to say mine was gonna be like when I saw the out. Matrix. Like I was a senior in high school. I'm pretty sure I came in ninety eight ninety nine. Yeah, that like blew my mind, and I was like, oh fuck, man. Yeah, if we could just have that in twenty mm-hmm. years, it would be so sweet. Like mm-hmm. essentially just inserting your consciousness into a construct I mean, that yeah. we developed. You know, like, yeah. 
and it's man, we're just we're not even fucking close. But you know, I, maybe maybe another another disappointment that we just kind of accidentally brought up. Um, it, it's not really the future from the like classic sense, the futuristic future. But I'd say that that in hindsight, I didn't think that I didn't think that my peers would be so fucking poor. I didn't think that my age group would be so fucking poor. Yeah. Like the economic situation of the future. I didn't think that it was going to be this way. I remember um, my, my father worked as a salesman and he uh, he pretty much earned as hard as he worked is how much money he would earn. But before that, he made a pretty good living fixing tools, like doing doing repairs on like industry tools and he made a really good salary doing both of those jobs his salary he was making 30 years ago is still good today like and when i say good i don't mean good to live off of because i think it's a fucking joke to live off of um but it's it's good amongst my peers it rivals some it rivals the salaries of my peers. I think that that's one thing that was that's disappointing about the future is that I thought that I really thought that the education in the college was going to result in better jobs. Still think Thanos is a bad guy? Well, you know that's the that's the <laughs> The, the what is it the the Georgia Guidestones the 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 planet Iron Mountain all that stuff you know they gotta you're dead oh that's 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 the, that's the plan it's just uh, and it, is that a result I just I do feel that there's always cynicism it's, but it's, I feel it's, like it's, the it's cynicism why, it's, it's why Elon and Jeff Bezos are building their space station so they them and their buddies can fuck off planet and let us choke in our own poop yeah but then there's no one to fucking race. Put below them and to rise. Well, that's what the robot. That's what the permanent robot underclass is for. <laughs> I mean, there's some truth in that, but I just feel like Scarlet the, Joe Androids. <laughs> I just feel like the internet. Uh, that's like such a great one, Trace. It was such a good example because it, it is it, soul it, crushing it, when I think about it now. When Adrian I think about what I thought about when I was like so sixteen exci- or fifteen, it was so exciting back then. It was so new and exciting, and it was gonna change everything. And it changed everything for the fucking. I don't know about the worst. But man, it's not better than it was. That's How for sure. How crazy was it that that at that age, our parents didn't even know what we were doing? Oh yeah, dude. Like uh, now, Chris, Mike. Hey, shout out to Mike and Chris Kessler, by the way. <laughs> P.S. Chris is running for office, some form of office in Maine. Yes. You should fucking vote for him because he's a good dude. But anyway, <laughs> if they had any idea what we were doing, they'd be like, "No fucking way!" You know what yeah, I mean? But and, they just and now it's it's almost. I mean, we were raised with it, so. As we're starting to reach the age of being parents, we know what the fuck the kids can be getting into, right? Just like our parents knew if we were out roaming the streets at midnight, they knew exactly what we were getting into because they were doing that. But they didn't know the the electronic side. They didn't know the computer side, the internet side. We know what the fuck the kids can get into now on the internet. So now it's different because, I'll, you know... I'll be on some of these. I'll be on some of these chat servers, and and I don't know that I don't know the people's ages as I'm talking to them. But I'll, you'll you'll sense the tone, or they'll just come right out and say, um, uh, you know, sorry, my dad is making me get off the computer, and uh, 
and it's the, the parents are content aware now and it's really changed the shape of it probably and it's probably that part of it's probably for the better the fact that they that the parents can help control um what their what their children stumble into but uh it definitely so that side of it's probably a little bit better but the the, the social media kind of pushing us back to the same friends that we already know the same news yeah. feeds of people that there we is, already the, would have we're not introduced to. to anything new and it's almost like we're shunned from it or it's almost like it's they're trying to you know pull a curtain over it yeah, like, have you ever like, tried sending a facebook message to somebody that's not a friend you no, they don't yeah. fucking get it it doesn't arrive it, it goes to a special bucket that facebook like it, it's almost like spam mail and it's not even easy to get to. It's like a five-step process to find. And you could probably people people at home can try it. Um, if you do a look for like lost like Facebook uh, messages, you can actually find a bucket where people have been messaging you for fucking years and yeah. you haven't been receiving them. It's kind of creepy, but it's because Facebook determined that this person was not a friend of yours and they were a really high risk of, of it being a bullshit message. But when I went back on mine, the vast majority of them were people asking me legitimate questions. They just, they just, just so happened they weren't on my friends list yet at the time that they sent me the message. But yeah, that's an interesting feature. I, I wonder... Uh... Actually, I'll make a request. Ask your son, like, two questions. How do you feel about the internet? And also, what do you think will the future will be like? He's really young, so it'll probably be a little bit different, but it'll be interesting to see what what he says in, like, 20 years. Well, and I see the internet through through my, my children's eyes. Um, I spend a lot of time with them when they are on the internet. They don't know it as the internet. It's just, right. It's just yeah. Background. It's just it's like there, right? Yeah, it's like TV for us. It, it, in a lot of the ways, it is TV because YouTube doesn't work unless the internet's working. So they don't really think of the internet as as a bunch of people trying to reach out. To them, it's it's you know it's like the FCC they declared it as a utility. To them, it's just a utility. It's like it's kind of like like probably the first homes that had electricity running to them. And people are like, well, I don't really know what I'm going to use this electricity for versus us. We were raised with electricity. So it just becomes a utility for us. To them, they don't really know it as the internet. They don't think of it that way. And they might be playing a game and there might be people in the game, but they don't associate that at all with the internet because to them, most games are internet connected. Sure. Everything's, I mean, always online is pretty popular thing yeah they don't and they don't really know like like web browsers they don't really understand like like what you'd use that for because they can ask siri and siri's going to give them the answer there's yeah i we got the star trek computer and we got none of the we got none of the the the, the actual cool shit that came comes with that scenario oh computer Oh, computer. You know what we, what we didn't know? That we were going to be up till like 3 o'clock in the morning doing a goddamn podcast? And that this podcast is fucking over. <laughs> it's, it's over. We killed it. It's over. It's dead. We killed it. Thanos snapped his fingers, and we are... You fuckers turned. are dead. I'm still alive. 
Yeah, Only I mean, 50% of people died, dude. I'm still alive. Are you sure you would be the one? I mean, it's completely random. You can't kill that which does not live. That's true. Anyway, folks, <laughs> with that, we're going to bid you adieu. I'm dead what, 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 what if you have three people living inside the same person? Thank you very much for tuning in, and we will catch you next time. <laughs>